Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Barely D&D, a sort of Dungeons & Dragons podcast. My name is Landon, and I played the character Boz on the campaign. And this week, we are going to be jumping into episode 30. Before we do, we're going to go ahead and recap episode 29, Horror and Hope. Within the opalescent tome, the Fungis and Conage fought to release Greta from the cursed magic of the dragon scale shield, which she purchased from Madame Miscors. Boz's attempt at casting suggestion was thwarted by the powerful enchantments bound to the magical shield, and it was the combined maneuvers of Morgum's strength and Conage's formidable magic that liberated the gnomish cleric from the cursed item. With the curse broken, Conage quickly trapped the shield within Leomund's secret chest as Greta's allies rushed to her side. The nefarious powers of the shield having been revealed, Conage contacted an unknown ally by sending who teleported to the opalescent tome while the party tried to comfort yet another traumatized friend. The vermilion silk curtain of the magic shop's private room soon parted as Conage and the archmage known as Alandra, the great abjurer, strode into the main lobby. A commanding tone and concurrent calm followed the magician into the space as she informed the party of her identity with an order of secret casters who watch over the shared interests of the world, known as the Manibus Arcanum. The fungi's many secrets were soon imparted upon the Archmage, who took the stunningly improbable information in a measurable stride and returned the favor in kind. Alondra revealed to the fungi's the heart of Yalabrin's inmost secret, that the world was formed at the hands of a deity known as the Maker, by the power of a fundamental arcana known as the Deep Magic. It was over this source of reality-shaping magic that the ancient peoples of Yalabrin waged a war which decimated their nations, spearheaded by a great tyrant dragon, Zorgrim, who was slain in those ancient days. Alondra went on to explain the harrowing revelation that the cursed shield for which Greta traded at Madame Miscors was hewn from Zorgrim's hide and was evident of the terrible truth surrounding him, that his death, millennia ago, did not stop his spirit from ascending to a supernatural power as a result of the immense deep magic from which he consumed. Alondra warned that Zorgrim exists now, and that signs from around the world warn of his return. Finally, after all of this overwhelming insight, Alondra admonished the fungi that they were not alone, and that the Manavis Arcanum and others would stand by them if they chose to stand by all of Yalabrin. With heavy truth hanging upon the party once more in the time in which they had known each other, the fungi seek respite now, in the private quarters of the opalescent tome, attempting to make sense of all that they have endured, and of the journey which lies before them. And with that, let's get on with the adventure. Hey guys, you know what day it is. <laughs> it's a fresh Wednesday morning. The sun is probably out right now because we released this at 6 a.m. and we're in central time. So <laughs> you're driving to work probably right now. I like sultry landing. You're trying to figure <laughs> out what to listen to. Suddenly, a D&D podcast appears on your phone. What's that? Good graphic design? Crisp audio quality? Heck yeah. Funny voices? Nice. It's barely D&D day. Barely Let's D &D. go, boys. We're back here with the crew. Jackie's and still in person. Jackie, say and hi. Hello. Zachary constantly is growing his collection of dice that he keeps on the table. It's and I know bad. that he's prepared a chunk of an episode this it's week. Just, it's just because you guys are getting into higher and higher density, like NPC areas. There you guys are like I'm, out in the sea. Oh, we can I'm going to be dense. honest with the listener. There are Kefkin dice on we this table. Dense. There are Kefkin dice on the table. <laughs> 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 there there are know that. really adorable rainbow dice. And then there are Aww. death dice. So <laughs> yes. hey, the episode could go anyway today. Unicorns? Or goblins. You I love choose. goblins. 
Goblins are objectively cooler than unicorns. I heard somebody, I don't remember where it was, but mentioned a unicorn, like an NPC. Wait, so what? canonically, unicorns exist in the world. Wait, for real? I, no, I Craig remember, did. Um, a little girl asked you if unicorns yeah. were real. No, ask or Craig. Actually, asked, asked Craig if anyone in his party could turn into unicorns. And yes. he said yes. He lied to that little girl. He did, he did. lie to that little girl. <laughs> he did lie to that little girl. <laughs> well, could I watch it? No, I, I think, I, I unicorn, think, so I no, think in my head, I shaped the... We can talk about that later. Okay, okay, okay. If I draw an animal, can you wild shape into it? Before we go... Uh, any further, our precious editor has a letter for us. Letter editor girl. <laughs> I was going to ask. You said precious and editor, and I always abbreviated it. And I was going to say predator, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I would love to That's be called no. the predator. That would never be cool. mind the predator. <laughs> no. Okay, I think this is the best question I've ever had yet. Oh, so yeah. stakes are high, and now I'm hoping you guys haven't asked it already in the episodes. I haven't listened to. <laughs> what, are the, what are the stakes smoking? Oh, man. oh no! Oh, get out! Man. That's my question for the okay. week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question is: What would your character's vanity plate say? <gasps> vanity plate. That's a really good question. I don't Wait. know. I don't. How am I supposed to come up with an answer for this on the spot? That's can I have a, a good week? Question. Can we delay this a week? Um, a week? Which NPC am I playing? I'm so sorry. I was homeschooled. What is a vanity plate? Like it's, uh, your card. It's a bumper plate that says something like instead of just a random code, you got to say something specific, oh, like a license plate. A yeah. Fun fact: I used to have a real vanity plate. I don't anymore, so I don't have a problem saying it it said i heart to rock boz doesn't have a license plate <laughs> on his car he has <laughs> the police are constantly pulling no, him over no he has the paper tags that he got when he got it from the dealership and he just hasn't gotten them but he un he took off two of the screws so like the wind blows it up so you can't see the numbers so like that, no that simultaneously feels like a cop out answer and also very accurate Same. like that also feels correct <laughs> in perfect balance like everything should be <laughs> Thanos? <laughs> okay. No. Boss thinks oh, the world should no. be dead. <laughs> Boss is the BBEG. Uh, Craig. I have one. Plate? So yeah. I think it would be like really simple, like rock on. But then, and then, and then. Like, I heart to rock. No, no, just <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Human inspiration. Yeah. So basically, you would have the license plate that says um, rock on, and then there'd just be a whole bunch of like uh, dad pun stickers like everywhere mm. about rocks I'm, and stuff. I've never seen anyone in my life who drives a lifted truck as much as Craig. Oh, <laughs> yeah. what's, what's Greta's? I feel like you would just say bug. <laughs> just bug. <laughs> <laughs> she so drives an old Volkswagen Beetle. Yes, oh my goodness. Yes, Wait, but yeah. it's like in bad quality. Mm. Oh yeah. Like it is not oh, well kept. She hasn't gotten an inspection in like a decade. She and every time like a police officer calls her over, pulls her over, she just cries. She screams. <laughs> She's like screaming and crying and there's bugs. I feel like it smells so bad with what's in her pockets <laughs> that the police officer like gets to the window and is like, you're free to go, man. And there's just a little car. fungus growing in the car. Like <laughs> on one of the doors. <laughs> she, she does like a hag howl like before he gets to the car and oh whoa jackie what is what is rose vanity plate say? i'm trying to come up i'm literally she's actually have... drawing examples on her paper mm. right now <laughs> i would it be does I it have to be the, does it have to be the seven number what did you say to me i heart two bard <laughs> we don't give you a lot of credit for this if people don't regularly tell you that you're funny oh my goodness oh, she's so funny you're i funny. actually kind of want it to be Look that in. now I was going for Bardic Inspo, but I couldn't Bardic get it. Ooh, that feels... Or Green Bottle with like G-R-N-B-T-L or something. I was trying to do the actual letter amount, but Bardic. I'm going to go with I Heart to Bard because that's pretty dope. <laughs> uh, and what was my NPC? Was it Conage? I said Conage, but I don't know. <gasps> I 
I vote the ah, speak now or for Morgan? Morgan. I forgot his name. Morgrim. We did Morgrim for the I know, the but I really want to know about Dojo Morgrim's guy. <gasps> Dojo guy. Thespis. 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 No, Thespis. Dojo guy. Thespis. Yeah, Dojo guy. <laughs> we don't know a Dojo. Thespis Aronson. She knows a Dojo. No, she guy. doesn't. Dojo. It's, just it's the same person, but it's Dojo. Dojo. I'm gonna continue now. License plate is. Ah, what is his? What's his voice? Fruit by the voice. Fruit by the voice. Well, first of all, um, he definitely drives a 1996 Mustang. Um, that 96. era when yeah, when they didn't look good. Yeah, but it's a sports <laughs> car, and it was cheap on the lot, so he bought it. And now he suddenly acts like he's really into cars when he's not, just to act like his car is very cool. What does he? What does the license plate say? Um, chosen one, probably. Heck yeah. Or um, no, let's see. I got a bad face from Jackie. No, no, I like um, it. I'm just laughing. Shout out to Shane Top. Oh, it just says <laughs> um actually. Oh back, yeah, that's all. It just says I'm um, actually. What a good dude. He's, he's, he's not. What a I feel like great Boz man. is going to meet him he and be like, this guy's got it. He's got it figured out, man. Ro wants to kick his butt. Oh my gosh. I'm going to see if he wants to Greta's come with us. afraid of him. Greta's like <laughs> genuinely you, afraid. Greta. He's the anti-Greta. Greta was crying if he just talked like to her again. Him randomly like, do you want to come with us on this journey? <laughs> Situation. He scares you, but like creepy old ladies that you shouldn't talk to in the woods are fine. Yeah, Greta's like, whoa, necromancy, cool, and she pokes it, and then there's a guy. Well, no, he, yeah, he's gross. He's gross. He's, he's gross. gross. Listen yeah, like, to people when they scary. say people are gross. He's just gross. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I feel like if we invite Thespis to come along, you're gonna have to come up with some kind of like redemption arc of if how he figures out he's Thespis situation. is not coming along. Guys, I'm the person in the boat. We all hated Spagoober. Don't you guys dare another person in this party. I will start killing characters. Melody, if she want to start playing today, Spagoober and I'm Nom, joking, I loved since day one. Never I've hated Nom. them. I've loved Nom. Nom I was my entire never hated either one of them. It was the only this one is episode thirty. They hate Ro. Thirty. Right, let's see the episode. <laughs> we just have to get started. Thirty. This is episode. Oh my goodness! It's episode thirty. <laughs> I just when it came 30, out of my 90, mouth, 30, 30, I just 90. realized that it was episode what, 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 Guys, we've had 30 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. That's more episodes <laughs> than Arthur got in season two. <laughs> That was in the childhood. Oh, um, why do you know that? <laughs> yeah, how do you know that? If you say anything with enough confidence, it's true. Oh, okay, you're still uh, okay. That's <laughs> it's guys. It's episode thirty. A serious slumber party for all of you note takers. <laughs> Are there pillows? Are we gonna have a pillow fight? A, a what? A pillow? A what? A pillow? A, a pillow? Did you, a pillow? What? what? Jackie, it's been nice having you on this podcast. You can't be Can on it Can you say that word when one more time? When did they change the spelling of pillow? It's pillow. Pillow. It's pillow. How do you pronounce pill? Like pill? Pill. How do you pronounce pillow? Pillow. What? Hello. What is what is the name of the episode again? Uh, um, a serious slumber party. We name it to slumber party panic because it's the first episode of Adventure. <laughs> what? I think That's it's the, the alternate episode. name. We'll put that in the description. Adventure time. Come Do on, I... grab your bard. We'll go eat lots and lots of lard. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, this is episode thirty. A serious slumber party. The date is Tefthrar. 31 and 34.88 PB because the date has still not changed. Wait, it's not like midnight now? Not yet. It's like probably like 6 o'clock something. Um, it's only 6 o'clock. So yeah, because you guys keep going to places and doing things. 
<laughs> What's gonna really trip you guys out is when you're gonna get like traveling on the road somewhere and just like a week's gonna go by in a session. Yeah. And you guys are gonna be like, ah! But, we're um, never gonna get to Ro's birthday. Uh, it's a level 5.6 adventure. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and do any note takers need me to repeat anything? Well, it's been the same day, so I'll just turn the page back. <laughs> yeah, that's a okay. Uh, so uh, we resume in the opalescent tome, and you guys had just basically kind of cajoled uh, Kanaje into letting you guys stay in her place. <laughs> um, so um, all five of you guys have just been offered to slip behind. <laughs> Three people took simultaneous Red Bull sips at once. It's hitting. You guys also... just. Uh, uh, or all five of you have just been offered to slip behind this red silk curtain uh, at the side of the building and to go down the hallway and go to the first uh, door on your right. And as you guys down, walk down the hallway, it's that same wood. Uh, it's, it's a sort of narrow hallway and it's lit down the way um, by, uh, by the light that's streaming through the open archways of the four rooms that appear to be on the left. And you assume that there are windows in there still letting in some of the remaining daylight. Um, but weirdly, it is of note that like, there should be a lot of shadow in this space because so only so much light should come through the door, but the whole hallway is just ambiently lit by light. But there, there appears to be no source for the light. There just is light in the space, which is kind of confusing. And the more you guys kind of look at it, it hurts your head a little bit. Uh, and on the right, there is the only actual door in the hallway. Everything else is just sort of like open arches. And um, it, is, it is just sort of a nondescript um, oak door with uh, a little gold handle on it. And that's the space that Kanaji told you guys to go in. So you're just sort of like walking, like you can maybe fit two people at a time down the hallway, but like sort of in rank and file down the hallway. It's like 6 p.m. though, right? Yes, well, um, oh, yeah. what time is uh, that? Keen Mind, it is 6.32 okay. p.m. <laughs> uh, so who walks up to the door first? I'll okay. I mean, Greta, you said it. Yeah. You walk up to the door. Uh, the handle is slightly above your forehead, but mm. you can reach up and twist it. And you... um. And as you as you open it, um, there's like sort of a rush of cool air suddenly, and um, the door swings open to an open hallway. Um, it's immediately confusing because by the layout of the building, this space should lead kind of into what was the main display room of the opalescent tome, so there shouldn't be a lot of open room. But it looks like it leads into the doorway of like a very large home, hmm. and what lays before you is sort of like uh, red tile with white. Um, grooves in between and there are flourishing designs through the tile it's this long stone red brick hallway which again doesn't make sense and it leads into a very large foyer um it's it's this large um octagonal space and you can see it like so the hallway goes down in front of you and then like there's an arch at the end of it and then it leads into an open space and from what you guys can see of the of the space so far it looks like this octagonal foyer is like maybe 30 feet across and you can't see the full height of it. And on the other wall, um, it, you can see a first floor and then you can see a second floor. Mm. And there's a railing, uh, on a banister on the second floor. And then uh, pillars that go up from there. And there's just doors. This place looks huge. Mm. It looks like you just walked into a mansion. So why can't we see the full height? Uh, because there's an archway at the end of the oh, hallway. Oh, gotcha. I gotcha, mean, like, gotcha. you know, like you can't see the end of, the, of yeah, what's okay. down the hallway there. I have a question. Kriag. Uh, <laughs> um, does the red on the floor match the red of the walls? fairly i mean they look like they're from one's brick one's very much like a like think of like the red that you would see on tiles in the 70s a lot nice. does it clash oh. no no it's okay. very tastefully like like one color seems to kind of blend into the other one just a little bit okay because you have to pay clashed, attention to i don't want to i don't want to be there okay well craig, craig can sleep in the hallway but i was actually um, gonna say no yeah. i was actually gonna what? say that craig's gonna take a take a minute and just sit in the hallway and look at his stuff 
He's oh. not going to go in. Okay. Okay. So, Craig, mm. you walk into the hallway. You pull out some of your items. Um, uh, we'll return to that in a moment. Yeah. What is everyone, what is everyone else doing? Uh, I follow Greta. I'm going to keep walking. Yeah, I walk, I walk in. Okay. Tell them follows. Yeah, follow okay. too. So, as you guys walk into the main space, it no longer makes a lick of sense. You walk into this main foyer, and it is the foyer in a sort of cylindrical space that goes upward in this octagonal cylinder, um, about three stories, which again is taller than the building. And above is this glass domed roof that is streaming in sunlight, um, beautiful lacing. And there are three floors and banisters on the edges of the stone levels. Um, and you can see other, the doors in here are elaborate oak that are like traced and gilded with designs. Um, and uh, there are like, clearly there's like a mansion here and all these different floors and levels and there's stairs that run up in between each level. And um, you guys are just kind of standing in the open space. Do we have any other direction where we're supposed to go? Or was she it just no other directions? Are there like chairs or like um, seating in this area? In the open or? foyer, there is, uh, <laughs> there, there are like maybe four chairs. So it's an octagonal space. Mm -hmm. So maybe every other wall, there is this really nice Corinthian level leather chair with these like curved grooved feet and fine etching on every one of them. Uh, so there's like four of those, maybe a side table. You're just kind of waiting. I got dibs on the table. Is the sun starting to set? Uh, it looks like the light is waning. Yeah. Can okay. This is an interesting question. From the position of the sun, are we in the same place that we were at, or are we in? A Why different don't you area? make a survival check for oh. me, boss? Wait, can I know this? Mm, I don't think that's a part of key in mind. To my understanding, you always know the time of day. But I also always know which way is north. That's true. So I would know where the sun's setting. I'm gonna let another player try to okay. interact with this. Help. And I'll give you Where's survival under? Um, it is under wisdom. Oh, that is a twenty. Ooh. one. Boss is coming out swinging. Heck um, yeah, go you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, doesn't match up, and you're very much aware of the same. Cool. So it seems like it does not match up with where the sun should be in Home Cove. Guys, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Actually, um, what's so, and no one needs to do anything, but as you guys are in the main foyer, do you do anything? <laughs> um, is there like any like bookshelves or no, or it's just like a waiting lobby? Or... Nope, I go to my side table and I get comfortable. Is there are there any open doors? <laughs> means. Uh, <laughs> make, a, make a perception check, happy perceptions. <laughs> I see you, Micah. I see you reviewing items. Look at you. I want to look at what they look like. Try and imagine what they look like. Yeah. 11. I oh, can't shoot. wait till we do Perkepkin Cat. That's what Greta's, I'm saying. Greta's mortal today. Um, you look up at the third floor. Up there, there appears to be a room, that a door that is ajar. Um, and it leads the light through the space on the other side. It's like a different color altogether on the third floor. Where's the staircase? Uh, it's to your right. Greta's going to go up the staircase. Okay. You get about 10 feet over there. And there is like a sudden like, and um, a bunch of like mist kind of pulls together and a grown man just apparates in front of you. <laughs> just like, and all of a sudden um, there is an adult man, uh, very adult. <laughs> he looks like he's maybe like 65. Um, he's got wrinkles on his face and a white beard and this big old quaff of white hair just backward. And he's got um, like like a whole like tux on, a little waiting towel on one side, white gloves. And he says, good afternoon, stewardess. 
please do not head up any staircases that you have not been invited into. How do I get invited? Miss Connor J needs to offer it forward. Oh. She said that we could sleep here, but she didn't really tell us anything else. The guest quarters are on your right. That is my purview. I apologize. I was cleaning another room. That's okay. You seem like a cool dude. Thank you. What's your name? My name is Lucidian. Lucidian? Where are you from? I am not real. Hmm. How did I guess? So The guest quarters are on your right, and he extends an arm out and points toward, uh, like, one of the doors on one of the side of the walls. I'm going to hold my hand out. He shakes your hand, and your hand passes right through his. Oh. And just right through. And his hand, like, sort of, like, falls apart and reforms mm-hmm. on the other side of yours, like, like, like a smoke of mist swirling apart and reforming. Just... I have a question. Yes, Master Balls. Where is this place? We are on a demiplane. Specifically, this is an augmentation of the spell Magnificent Mansion. Miss Connager is a talented caster. Nice. Okay, thank you. So it's not like somewhere else in the Earth of Bloom or anything. It's a, that's like a separate reality. Like We're separate... not in Yellowbin altogether, so. Oh, okay. Wow. Do the things that I do here affect other planes? Please do not break, steal, or take anything from the premises of this home. Are you, you are a guest of Miss Connager. I will not do that. Are you required to say that? Yes. Second question. I, if I promise not to do that, can you answer the question normally? I mean, I, not normally. If I promise not to... He just looks like vacantly confused. If I... <laughs> what's a demiplane? I, and he sort of pauses. <laughs> I have not been provided with that information. Aww. You seem cool. Thank you. The guest rooms are on your right. Extends it on out that way. As a player, C three PO. I'm binge watching Star Wars right now, so that means a lot more. Master Skywalker. Yes, exactly. He's just his arm has not dropped. He's still extending it. I go. I get off my side table and I start heading. We're sitting on it. I said I got comfortable. Okay. <laughs> he walk, the moment you've walked away, he walks over and takes off his little towel and starts wiping off the table. Ooh, oh, I did. Nice. I was sweating a lot. So. <laughs> he has a sort of perturbed face and he keeps scrubbing harder. But it's um, like sparkly sweat because it's like fade. <laughs> so um, maybe you should collect it. Do you guys walk toward this door? Yeah. Can I pull a stick I, out of my hair? I, I know where oh, so much I was, is I was going to um, be, I'll say, oh, Lucidian, um, Yes. Oh, you said you're not real. Do you mind me asking how, like, if you came about a spell? spell. But uh, what spell? I don't know. Can you identify? Can you? She has a keen mind. She should know. (laughs) That is wonderful. Um, um, uh, can you, like, do you have, like, feelings? I don't know. Do you care for me either, Miss Connoget? She is wonderful. Okay. <laughs> I was just curious. The guest quarters are on your okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's like <laughs> built an elaborate city with like many shops and we're just like, 30 minutes on the butler. Let's go, boy. Jump. I what like, do you feel? It's like in an amusement park where you're like talking to like, uh, like, like the Shrek. 
Shrek. Park and you're like, hello. We just learned something about Jackie. Can you please um, put Shrek in a campaign somewhere? <laughs> you're going to get attached to another horse Drek. and the horse is going to be Shrek. Oh, I swear if you Somebody. Do, I, I will literally quit this podcast. <laughs> I won't do that. Um, uh, and when he gestures the fourth time, the door just like... I, I go sword. in there. Four I grab my yeah, we go in. I, I go in. I follow. I was thinking about this. Boz is holding so much stuff. So much stuff. Oh, he has a staff, you. a box. He has a wooden bowl <laughs> with dirt in it that he just has now. And uh and Your there's, pack. My there's pack. so much on you. He is just like hey he has the stuff. Tello, I even described Tello in a moment. Oh, he yeah. just looks astounded. Uh he's mind blown mm. by the space. And he he's just kind of falling right into his like, you know, like he's very ambassadorial by work and so he's just falling right into his like I'm doing what's supposed to be done I'm cordial he also he's just really quiet right now and uh so he goes straight into the door when it's opened uh everyone but Craig uh, but Craig yep oh I was gonna say Lucidian um just a yes. quick question of since course. we're in like this demi-plane and magnificent mansion and all um can anyone trace us here no not while you are here perfection this Thank is you. nature of the opalescent tome altogether love that Absolutely love that. <laughs> Good night, Lucidian. Good night, Miss Rowena Greenbottle. Oh, you know my I, name. I, I, I say, Lucidian, can I talk to you like over here for a second? Of course. Do you need food, sir? I was gonna... I was gonna go back into the city for a bit. Could I come back here if I need to? Of for course. Okay. Can I make a Do we hear this? Check? Uh, what's y'all's passive perceptions? 16. 15. 15. I'm gonna say neither of you guys hears it. And that's being whispered a significant distance away from you. Yeah, neither of you guys hears this. Do we hear what Lucidian says? Because um, he's not whispering. I'll say that you can hear him say, of course, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> I tried. And he just smiles and nods. Thank um, you. The four of you guys who pass into the space, the next room, uh, the door opens up, and like the, the, the dimensions no longer make sense. None of this could fit in the former building. Um, you guys pass into a really big room. Again, an octagon. Kanaje has a thing for these geometries here. And um, the room is bougie. Um, the floor is this like cold red marble. And there's this massive octagonal row, uh, rug in the middle that again has the pat has an image of uh, the Vashtan Institute of Magic on it. This incredibly ornately woven uh, rug. In front of you guys are 10 beds, um, all arranged, or excuse me, eight beds, all arranged one uh, next to each one of the sides of the wall. And um, do you guys know in like old European like castles, those like super fancy beds, they're massively cushioned. And then what's it called with the pillars that go up and hold Banus? the... Is it a princess bed? Is something princess frame? A sleigh bed, right? A what? A sleigh bed? Something. The one where... Um, yeah. The Looks one like where uh, the banisters <laughs> support like... Uh, yeah. It's killing me that like I don't know the term, but that's bed. okay. Canopy bed, canopy. thank you. There is a canopy. Every single one of these of these eight is a canopy bed, and Ooh. they are stupid nice. Silk sheets, these big, thick, heavy comforters, these very <sighs> nice pillows, and there is a whole chandelier hanging in the middle of the room. On the walls um, are these really fine, gorgeous paintings of scenes around Yalnabedin, and um, in the center of the rug, there is like a little stone lip that comes up and what looks like a fire pit in the middle of the Ooh. room, like slightly below the surface of the space. And that doesn't make any sense because you're running a fire here. Where would it like, where would the smoke go? But it is there. Like in the um, and there is there is a, um, a matching side table, like dresser next to each one of the beds and like a chest at the foot of every bed. The space is just decadent and fancy. Mm, and the it. chandelier is just emanating light, but there's no fire in it. 
It's like it's like it's full of uh, like crystal, like glass-looking crystal that's just emanating white light, and the space is perfectly tempered. Oh. Wow. Craig, what are you doing while everyone else does this? He okay. How wide is the hallway? Uh, <laughs> we'll call it. We'll call it six feet wide. Okay, he's um, sitting against the one of the walls and has mm-hmm. his feet sticking straight out. Okay, and he's. He's sitting and just like looking at all of the things that he has like in depth. Um, okay. The gold um, thin banded uh, bracelet on your wrist. Um, the uh, Electrum ring. Oh, which which uh, finger did you put your Faber's clasp on? Okay, hold on. Um, the Electrum ring with the emerald jewel. Um, I'm going to say... Because I, I gave away my normal rings. Yes. And I have my... I have my uh, Wedding ring. Wedding ring. I almost said marriage ring, and I was like, "That's my marriage." Marriage ring. Um, so I'm gonna say it's uh on the middle finger. On the opposite hand. On the opposite hand. Gotcha. The promise ring. <laughs> it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful ring. It's thick. Uh, the metal, the electrum has this like very like, mm-hmm. sort of like, like a silvery navy color, but a little cooler and steelier. And it's the Faber's clasp, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, because the other one's a bracelet. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm. And they're matching bracelets. It's two golden bracelets on either wrist. Thin. They look almost fragile, but the metal is very strong. Huh. I like that. And then you have a wad of cloth in your pocket to belong. It's Nifty's Tumble Jokes or in your pack or whatever. I was just going to say, he spent like probably a few minutes just like overanalyzing okay. everything We'll about say that it. while you sit here and stare, you attune to these items. Yeah, that's what, oh. I, was like. that's what I was like. I smell what you're stepping in. Yeah. He's going to go into where they were, but um, he's going to take his time like really looking at the are the rocks porous oh girl no they are perfectly smooth brick. rock dude okay and you would know as someone who works with stone the the refinement quality to get brick this smooth is not easy the respect he has for just went up because yeah. that's super cool it's a beautiful home yeah so he's gonna like just be very detail oriented and then the whole time lucidian is eight feet away just how big how tall is the ceiling um Make it make an intelligence check, card. General intelligence check. That's a oh, oh, it's gonna be thirteen. Wait, Let's go, Craig. Yeah. Go, Craig. Go, Craig. Go more Craig. than more than thirty feet. Okay, he's gonna Whoa. just his eyes are gonna like be like, oh wow, this is really pretty. Oh my gosh, it keeps going, <laughs> and then he's just gonna find himself like looking straight up, and then he's just gonna sit back down again and just lay on the floor, look at the ceiling, okay. and then he's gonna do that for like fifteen minutes. It's a really peaceful area. The room has a very cool. Mm-hmm pleasant temperature um and uh, the sunlight that's streaming in just kind of dapples over your face you can see clouds passing over uh given the window i forgot about there's a window yeah like a glass ceiling not that glass ceiling can i live um, there <laughs> and uh break it break it and um as as unpleasant as the last 45 minutes of your life were it's a very nice moment okay boss I want to, where's Ro, where are you at? I am, I, I'm going to say that while that was happening, Ro, um, kind of quietly to herself, prestidigitationed herself just cause it's been a day <laughs> and <laughs> she wanted to clean up and she set all of her stuff down and she's just kind of sitting on like one of the beds. I want to go, I'm going to walk over to her away from everybody else. And I have the pendant of revelry in my hand. <laughs> Okay. And I walk up to Ro and I go, Hey, I know you you didn't get to get anything because 
a lot of stuff happened. But I saw this before all the stuff happened and I thought of you and I thought you might like it. It's a little crazy, but you're a little crazy, but in a good way. Are you saying that I'm not a good dancer, Balls? No, I'm just kidding. She wouldn't know what it is. <laughs> but I wanted to say that. Um, oh, oh uh, uh, Balls, what, what is this? They said it can make you dance. Any dance you want. Like, you can be good at it. Like, I'm already a great dancer, so I don't oh, really? need... really? Yeah. You'll have to show me your moves sometime, Balls. Man, I was in the warm hearth. They were going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but are, it's yours. Are you sure? This... Yeah. I feel like this is quite a lot. Well, my proficiency level is three, and I've already attuned to three items, so this <laughs> one's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, you You just got to get rid of something. Okay, no, no I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I did. I did look at this, and I, I, I did think of you when I got it. So um, that's so sweet, balls. Um, it doesn't do anything cool, but one day you're going to need to dance for your life, I guess, and this will save your life, maybe, if that I, has to happen. That sounds actually. That sounds quite amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. When I play my instrument, when I get home, you can dance too. I I would absolutely love to do. That. I am a bit of a musician. I just would not. No one ever I asks. So you no, keep, I don't tell anybody. You keep telling me this when we when we go to your home. Uh, maybe we could, uh, you know, put some instruments together. We and could have a, a an instrument duel, a riff off. Oh, like um, we could go down to Georgia with the. That's PK. right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm down. We that was some... so good, Jackie. <laughs> that was the best thing ever. Thank you. If Abby was Zorgan DM, I would have gotten inspiration. You get Abby inspiration. Uh, yeah, inspiration. <laughs> Thank you. That was, that was an excellent build. This <laughs> 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 is just that Key and Peele spit. Uh, where the, the other guy keeps telling the joke. Yeah. Um, anyways, I, I give you um, the, the pendant of Um. Ro kind of sits there and looks at it, and it's uh, she, it's what beautiful. does it look like? Uh, well, I even looked at it. It's a gold-dipped color uh, iron chain that shines brightly. Thank you. Um, oh it pulls your eyes towards a central pendant of one-inch metal circlet, which frames a carving of a treble clef note. <gasps> um, Ro kind of, you have to attune to it, right? Yes, ma'am. Ro kind of um, tosses it around in her hand for a moment, and then um. She almost has like tears welling Aww. up her eyes because it's so sweet. And then she puts it over her. Slips over your neck. Yeah, slips it over my neck. Slips over your armor. Yeah. And just kind of holds it in her hand. Um, and she gives Boz a, a slight hug. I a return it. A slight hug. A little slight you know, hug. Not, not like, a, like a bear hug, but just like a nice little, you know, like this is a nice moment. On another note. I think I'm going to go back into the city tonight. There is someone I want to go meet uh, before it gets too late. Wait, and did you say someone you want to go meet? Yeah, me and Tala, when we were out early, we ran into someone who uh, knew a lot about where we're from. Um, oh, really? I don't know. I just wanted to see if you wanted to come along and learn more about it. Um, If you don't want to, I, that's okay. I would. I just I don't want to put us in danger. If, if I went, I think I would need to completely disguise myself, which I mean I can do. Um, I, I, that's up to you, though. I don't. I don't want you to be worrying about, um, you know, someone someone catching wind of of me being around. I'm not worried. And if for some reason some people start giving us trouble, I'm sure we can run. I'm really fast. Well, well I guess I can dance away from them now. That's right. That's um, right. Um. Yeah. When do you? When? When did you think about going? Uh. Maybe the next thirty minutes or so. 
Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I can disguise myself and I think I might leave, um, I might leave like my loot here and all because I think that might be, uh, kind of give me away. Can you do magic without your loot? True. Good idea, balls. Maybe I won't leave my loot here. <laughs> I but... mean, I, I, you're great beside your magic, but. DM question. Mm-hmm. When I when I use disguise myself, disguise self, can I make like my loot look different? Sure. Okay. Also, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, pan you're, flute. You're right. Pan flute. I... <laughs> pan flute. <laughs> turn my loot into a pan flute. <laughs> Wait, could I turn like? No, it would just disguise the way it looks. Okay. So, <clears> but in I theory, can... if you ever needed to cast, you would have to pull a pan flute to your side and just suddenly start strumming okay. it confusingly. <laughs> but I can technically make the lute look like yeah, another instrument yeah. just to change it. Okay. Any okay. illusion. Just wanted to know. Um, yeah, yeah, I could, uh, I definitely, you're right. That's a good idea. I should bring the lute. Um, but yeah, I can, I can disguise myself and make sure no one, um, no one thinks another thing about me. Now, when we get to the place I'm going. It's a big tree with a with a there's a, a, a turtle down there. She I think the way you look though is gonna be important. So I, I can probably I, I can undisguise myself and then cast it again when we leave the place. Um I can I can cast it uh several times before I have to take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> there DM there should be like a Red Bull magic item that's like single <laughs> And you like get a spell slot back depending on how that big the so ounces broken. are. <laughs> so like you can drink like a twenty-four ounce Red Bull, you get a third level back. Long rest in a bottle. Long oh rest gosh. in a bottle. No, you don't get any hit points. You just get the spell slot because mm. you're still technically exhausted. Exhausted. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> or you gain a point of exhaustion, but you gain a spell slot back. Yeah, and it's just called the Red Bull. Hold on, this is a oh. good idea. A charm. That's a really good idea. I like boom, that. boom, boom, boom. Right in the campaign. I'm just kidding. I mean, maybe. I came up with one idea, and I'm like, look at all this work I did. It's, like, it's, like, it's still good. You know the guy that has, like, the world on his back that's, like, crouched underneath it? Like, that's why I imagine you. You're like Atlas. I'm going to oh, change your name you. on my phone to Atlas. Um, uh, that was okay. a lot of compliments at once. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm down. Bro, do you want to go? Um, Yeah, I think I think that would be good. Do you have anything else you want to go see or do in the city? <sighs> Um, no, I think I, I honestly think the less places we go, the better. Um, but there's so many places here. I mean, I kind of wanted to go to a jewelry store, but I really don't have the money to do it. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> Micah just reached out her hands, made clawing motions toward Jackie, and then slid a little mic. I'm not oh. in the scene. Wait, I mean, let me try to in read you your want. mind. <laughs> Wait, can I? Can I just? Can where, are you where are y'all? Where are y'all? We're in, in the, the room. room. The, that Lucidian pointed Cricket's to me. Off, Cricket's up off the floor. Okay. The room. <laughs> You've wandered into the space. Me too. <laughs> hey guys. Hey. Are y'all? Hey guys. What are y'all thinking about? What are y'all talking about? Uh, we're thinking about going back into the city. Really? <laughs> That's so interesting. Um, I was actually person? just thinking about um, how I wanted to go back in the city. I have some unfinished business to do. Uh, what okay. kind, wait, I have a question, Craig. What kind of unfinished business? As long as it's not fighting Kevin, I'm sure I, I'll be okay. I, you know, we kind of had a little a little run in there, so I feel like there's this spiritual journey that I need to go on <laughs> with, with a man. Oh, <laughs> yes. Wait, what? Craig, <laughs> I will never judge you. Inspiration, Craig. obviously. <laughs> obviously, I inspiration. Okay. Okay. I feel like he's got some. He's got life figured out, man. 
<laughs> I, I just um, feel like I need to talk to him again. Are you talking about that weird fruit man? <laughs> Greta, it's okay. No! Greta, see you on a No! Greg, that's... He's a lot. Greg, he's <laughs> you scary. Know, I have been called many things in my life, but I know my heart. Okay, and I'm Greg. sure Thespis is the same. I think you... I, I And I yeah. say this with pure love in my heart, Craig. You are a lot, but you are not Thespis. And I mean that in a good way. <laughs> I don't know whether to be offended. I just told you not to be offended. <laughs> Right. You don't dictate my emotions. I'm gonna okay. go to. <laughs> I asked him, "Do you want to go roll around in chicken pens?" And he was, he was, like, down to go do it. Who does that? You do, Greta. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who else does that? I do that, and you're like, "Wow, that's so weird, Greta." Greta. I don't know. Maybe he might. Maybe there's something there. Yeah, I feel like. I don't know. Vespas, uh, we could learn a lot from Vespas. So I'm gonna I can't go. Learn anything from him. If you want to invite him back to the poor bet too, you can do that. <laughs> no, 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 balls. You didn't see this man. Shmigoober. Vespas become best friends. Vespas be our best friend. Okay. Greta. I remember earlier Don't there was a lady that wanted you to come to her tower. Yeah. I think. And I kind of freaked out. Why? I don't know. I, you wanted to go, and I was like, ah, poo poo on that. It's <laughs> 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 a common expression in the Lost Lands. <laughs> I just want to say you are a very powerful and capable person, and I think that if you want to go there, you should go. Fred is blushing. Thank <clears throat> you, Boz. But not in like. Yeah. I. I think we should all go. Um, I real I was gonna go by myself. Craig's already out the door. But I think that oh, we should I'm all just go. Wait, Craig, 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 Craig is Tello. There's, there's a pause. <laughs> and Tello has put all his equipment down. He's sitting on the edge of his bed. And he sort of goes. I I can go with him. Uh how, how are you guys so calm right now? What do you mean? I mean we just the lady oh, in the white robes? I'm, well, it, with me, I can't speak for the rest, but... I, I mean, don't you know, guys, I'm, you I'm guys a performer, are... I kind of put on a face, I guess. Well, and that's the first time Bottle you've ever up. been exposed to that. That's true. We, you guys have been exposed to stuff like that before? Well, yeah. we know old. We go way back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I wonder if like, still me in on some stuff. Well, Craig is still here, just... Oh, I okay. think you got... I think... Then you know how the night on the ship we were so freaked out and everything? Yeah. That blew that out of the water. Yeah. Like that, all that information. You guys already knew that stuff? Well, no, we already no, no, knew it, that Like it world. was so much bigger than what we found out on the boat. I think I've kind of just hit my limit of comprehending things. <sighs> and you just gotta, you just gotta, I understand where you're at because I was right there just a few days ago. I think, I think, you know, we, we found out on the boat from old that, that our world was in jeopardy. How, how much did you guys know from the boat? Well, um, we knew about the the hate king and the deep magic. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and we knew. I mean, there's a lot. I still. But we didn't know talk. that we were in imminent danger. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did tell us that our world was in jeopardy, and I mean, along with that, I find out about my, my mother, and mm. and I don't know. I guess at this point, we're kind of towards the end of the day, and I, I've. It's kind of like you said, Balls. I've I've kind of reached my limit. I've done a lot of things just today that I probably shouldn't have done, and now I'm just kind of bottling it up and trying to start fresh. 
that's kind of why I learned prestidigitation. It kind of calms me. It's like the one thing I can control. When we were at the gate trying to get into the city, um, we mentioned something about the Kefkins, and it spread much like the wildfire that we accidentally started outside. Oh, you guys started a wildfire. And no, no, <laughs> I think I think part of us wanted to protect everybody until we fully understood it, but I don't think that was our role. And I'm sorry that we didn't mention it sooner. Uh, just for uh, the look, record, Tello, I was going to tell you. I'm not upset with you guys. Just, how are you? This is insane. In the time that I know you guys, we've been attacked by a Kefkin general, which I've had nightmares about every night. I'm pretty sure I crapped myself a little bit when that happened. And then <laughs> there's apparently you guys know this like being beneath the waves from outside of this world. What does that even mean? And we just went an archmage, an archmage. How are you guys so calm? Here's, I'm kind of freaking out. Here's what um, I do. You visualize a shelf, okay? In your brain, you close your eyes and you visualize that there is a shelf and you take what you're feeling and what you're thinking and you recognize I am not in a place to think through this and you put it there and then you come back to it when you are in a place because right now you can't handle it. You can't control it. So go find a spot, be alone and then take it off that the shelf. That doesn't seem the most mature thing I've ever heard you say and I think maybe that freaks me out even more. Can I say... Should Goober's been rubbing off on me, okay? Can I say that as she does this, Rose starts playing a little bit and casts Minor Illusion as he and <gasps> puts a shelf up oh. on the wall next to us. Gotta put it on the shelf. Gotta put, put on the shelf, bro. On. It's not that okay. we're it's not it that we're calm. I have a Tell question. I think it's do just, you love or hate cats? We've learned what? <laughs> that, no, trust me. Do you love or hate cats? Who doesn't cats like cats? Or cats? I cast conjure animals and I may create the fluffiest, most lovable, oh. beautiful cat. Okay, so you pull out your staff. What does it look like as you cast boss? I don't I don't want to use my staff because it's, oh, okay. it's not a grand gesture. I'm gonna okay. use my bracelet. Okay, so and, you like touch your bracelet. And I just you kind whisper. of like I kind of touch my bracelet and whisper and I create I conjure just <laughs> you whisper. the fluffiest. <laughs> you know Angel? Yes. I, I conjure Angel. <laughs> okay, just this this impossibly fluffy white ragdoll cat with blue eyes and a gray oh. face. She walks in his face and he goes. I'm just accepting things. And he picked up the cat. <laughs> Tell and he starts petting it and he goes, This is this is weird never accent. You should stay here. I don't think you should. I think you should. Starts rubbing his um. cheek and he just rubs its head up on his neck and he goes, This is weirdly helping. I don't think I, about it. I get yeah, I guess what I we're make, saying, Tello, is we all have coping. Why, mechanisms. Don't you guys feel like you need to think about this? Stuff? I make the choice if oh, I think I about it. If I I I mean, I, don't I, you guys I, think we kinda need to figure out what's going on here? Because I'm here because this is my job, and I can't lose this job. I'm not running thing from things anymore. And also, like, I kind of... I mean, it's not a secret. I like you guys. You're very cool. I want to try and keep you guys alive. But, like, the stuff we just Thanks. learned in the last half hour, like, I'm really close to a panic attack. I don't know how you guys are so chill. Thank you for the cat boss. This is really helping. And he just kind of like slumps down in front of the bed and he starts rubbing it a little harder. If, it, if, if this may not make sense, but I'm a little bit less stressed than I was a few days ago on the boat. Um, at that moment, I had no idea what was going to happen or what we were going to do or, or if there anybody even cared or knew or was able to do anything. But we, we just met an archmage. He's just looking at you listening. He picks up the cat, kisses it on the head and goes back to scratching <laughs> his cheek. Who knows all of this. 
well, there are some things that we knew that they didn't know, which was a little concerning, but there's people out there that can do something about this and we can help them. And they know more than we do. And we don't know what they know, but I mean, you guys are just ready to step into this role. I don't want to be a hero. I think that's fine. If you don't want to do it, I think that's your choice, but I have to be along with you guys. Hey, you're only with us until we get the package there. Right. And that's, that's, that's that's the extent of it. Okay. And that's the first thing we're going to do. I mean, tell I, um, I love to have you. Like, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I I'm re- not going anywhere. No, I have been assigned to go with you guys all the way to the kiss neck, and I'm not leaving you guys alone. You're gonna die. But okay. <laughs> well, I don't mean to be rude. Let's be. Maybe honest. me. I um, mean, yeah, you're not gonna I die, mean, Craig. To tell, oh, I mean, thanks. tell I, I mean, don't know. You say you don't want to be a hero, but I saw what you did with Rogolf, and <laughs> I was fighting for my life. But I, am I also not a saw hero. how you acted. And how you, you saved and, our lives. And what you talked with. I'm not what a you hero, talked bro. with about. With I'm Boz. not a hero. I'm not calling you a hero. I'm just saying that the way you spoke to Boz after we had uh, after we had that with Dolgoth and what Boz told us, you are willing to step up. I'm not saying you I'm have to decide now. Okay? That's fine. All you have to do is you we care about each other right now and we're working together to get to the next day and that's I, it. I think... Can I, I'm just... I'm going to stay here this afternoon. That's okay? fine. And also, no, you guys are great, but like, let's get some space, yeah? yeah? Thank you for the cat paws. This is really helpful. I can are make you, another one if you are want. Are you going to name the, the cat? I don't know how it's long it lasts flake, for. Obviously. Okay, obviously. And he reaches down and he next to and he goes, no, 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 no. And he like, scratches on the mat a little bit and just sinks back into the bed. He looks like he's wigging out a little bit, but he's I'm just... I'm with you, Tello. I... Like, I didn't I, I can't... I left where I was to get away from big, scary, awful magic things. And now there's like an orb that like half the people, half of my friends owe their life to. And now there's like, like tall wizard <laughs> ladies that like, I, I don't know. I'm with you, but, and I know this doesn't help you because we have different brains, but like, it, I don't know. It helps me to go out and see the city and distract myself. It helps me to like go and run around and do mm-hmm. things because like, I can't, I can't, if I, like, you know, if I stop and think about it, it's like, well, I can't run away and I, I can't stay here. So if I stop and think about it at all, then like I can't run away and I can't stay here. So it's like my body and my brain is just being like torn apart so that I have, you know, I, I'm just, I want to, let's go out. Um, one, <laughs> one final thought. I know we had a lot of tension between us. Tell her you weren't privy to this, but I know there was a lot of tension between us. Um, after we talked to old on the, on the ship, and I just want to say, I, Boz, I'm, I kind of understand where you say you almost feel a little bit more relief because I guess that's what I was most scared of. Is it just being us that know about this? And to know that, that these people that, um, seem like to me really good people that want to help this world are on the same team and, and there could be even another group. They did mention that, another group of adventurers. That could be on our same team as well. The fact that we're not the only four that know about this now. I I guess that's why, Tello, I almost... I, I do understand you, Balls, when you say you feel a sense of relief that... Because I guess that was my biggest fear, is I, I wanted to run and I wanted to tell people that I knew could help. And Connor Jay was actually one of those people. So the fact that we told her and she already knew uh, kind of brought me comfort all right nothing has to be but 
don't know it. At I'm, the same I'm time. just beholden to people. I, I have to tell the count everything. It's my job. And I definitely can't tell him any of this. And that puts me in a real pickle. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> don't I let can, your brain explode. We don't have a lot of money, but if we have to, if you want to be paid, I don't know. I, I just, thanks for the cat paws. I'm just going to spend the evening here. Okay. Do you want anything while we're out? What do you like? Don't ask, don't ask that question. What do you like? What? Do you want what, some... what do you like? <gasps> I'm good. Uh, just leave me with the cat. Wait. Um, can I say retroactively that because Ro never gave the other cake to Conage, so has she been holding it this whole time? <laughs> sure. She hands it to Tello. He just nods and takes it and starts chewing on it as an angle. Thank you. A little bit gets in his beard. He's just chewing. He looks wigged out. Okay. Yeah. He starts blankly staring at the floor. You guys just go have your evening. All I think right. we should leave him alone. All right, guys, let's go. Okay. Bye, Bye Tello. answers for this. We'll, we'll see you later, but we... It's, just know we're here. Let's just let's just have some space. Okay. Let's show the cat paws. This is good stuff. Bye, snowflake. Bye, snowflake. Bye, snowflake. The cat's just rubbing its head back around <laughs> Tella's armor. <laughs> I want Craig to be allergic to cats so bad. I how can't explain does, it. How long does conjure animals last? <laughs> like, is that cat just gonna go away? I think it's like ten gonna, minutes or an hour. Tella's gonna it's an go hour. into a frizzy when the cat <laughs> is back in an hour. Oh, wait, let me let me because I would know that. I would know how long it would last for. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna tell him that so he doesn't surprise him. Sure, sure. You communicated it. Oh. Uh, do you guys do anything else while you're there? I'm gonna talk no. to Lucidian. Okay. <laughs> so, say, hey, Lucidian. We'll say that people are gathering their things, getting ready to go their separate ways as you're leaving. Lucidian is there. Hey. Yes, hello. So, do you go into people's rooms? No. No? That would be creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, like... You, so, you probably have a really big brain because you're magic. Can you, like, know what's happening in the rooms? That would also be creepy, wouldn't it? I'm not supposed to look in rooms that people are in. Okay. Just, our friend is kind of freaking out. Can you, like, if... I don't know. Just, I know you can't, like... I let Conajay know if anyone is in distress or having any sort of an issue. Great. Does Ro hear this? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Sex like Lucidian doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Never mind. You're not in the mansion. You're outside. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, Ro says, um, Lucidian, you can tell... Um, you can tell Conajay if if Tello needs us for anything, um, that she can she can reach me through sending. Absolutely. Thank you. And she gives you a blank smile. There's only there's only so much to the illusion. <laughs> I'm gonna walk away. Okay. And then, can I pull a stick out of my hair? <laughs> sure. Oh my I'm gonna pull drop it on the, the ground and then keep walking. Okay. And then I'm I'm watching the stick. Okay. You get like five feet away in the city and walks up and picks it up and starts to walk away with it. How does it fit in his hand? I don't know. He's interacting with it. Okay. I want to go to this dojo. Okay. So bad. So, um, you guys, uh, you walk back down the hallway, you walk out uh, the front of the door, and as you guys walk outward, um, Kanaje is, uh, the enchantments that sort of, the enchantments that crystallized over the windows and made the room a little bit darker have, like, all been lifted, and she's talking with Morgan in the middle space, and she says, oh, hello. You guys are leaving immediately? No. No. We're just going to go out real um, quick. We have what some time do you close? Do I have a curfew? She closed. I mean, we are closing now. Oh. But um, do I have a curfew? You guys need to go out. Um, it's only six o'clock. Conage, it's really early. It's I have a question. Strict. Um, just, uh, <laughs> just don't don't cause any other trouble while you guys are out. All right. Um. Yeah. Do you think it's okay if I disguise myself and go with I think that's somewhere? That's a good idea. If you okay. yourself. I'm gonna go on a spiritual journey. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, just. 
be back here at some point. Um, mm. I'll leave the front door unlocked and Morgan can just uh, be watching. And Morgan just nods and smiles at you guys. I want to cast familiar form okay. on Jackie. The human being? <laughs> Who's Jackie? I want to cast familiar form on Roe. Wait, what does that do? Okay. Would I know? Uh, make it. I say that out loud, like I know what I'm doing. I'm not hiding anything. Like I'm saying, hey, I'm trying to disguise myself. Wait, you're trying. What are you trying to do exactly, Moles? Sorry, I'm awkward as heck. Morgan goes. I'm worried that if you're disguised, but I'm not, then it might raise some questions. Oh. Um, I can, if you put someone in your mind that you know that you're familiar with, I can look at them and look like them. It can be anybody that you've seen. While this conversation is going on, Morgram sort of like leans to the side and starts playing Boulder Parchment Shears with Craig. <laughs> Boulder, what? Boulder Parchment Shears. <laughs> so this Hold is just on. happening if while you, you guys If you allow me to, you don't have oh, to. Yeah, Parchment. let me, just give me like five seconds to think of someone. Shears. It could be Spagoober. Oh, that would actually be funny. Is Spagoober like non-discreet looking though? No. He looks like I know, but does he look like he looks outlandish? Like a dwarf with fluffy mutton chops, um, mm. a little uh, cotton fro, yeah. and um, a vest over a white shirt. Cherry demeanor, blue the eyes. Best. Rosy cheeks. You know what? Yeah, let's do Shpagoober. Oh okay, my gosh. Not. So you reach into Rose's mind and you're like, oh, well, you could have done that. And then uh, <laughs> uh, as you expend a wild shape, Boz just like like shrinks in form and then looks exactly like Shpagoober. Can we roleplay it that and he actually, didn't... Technically speaking, you kind of polymorph into Shpagoober, actually. Can we roleplay it as that he didn't... Like, is it possible that he didn't know that that's who I was choosing? Or... Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, as Boz uh, casts this magic over you, touching the staff, the feeling that you get in your head is kind of like the weird, like fuzzy, uncomfort that you that you get when you look at his staff. And then all of a sudden, Boz, like his body, shifts down, and he's suddenly he's lost two feet in height. Um, he looks like <laughs> a little cotton blonde dwarf with rosy cheeks and a little vest. And Spaguber is sudden, suddenly standing in front of you guys. Hello, I am Spaguber. <laughs> <laughs> Spaguber, oh my gosh, I have this person that you need to come meet. meet. Okay, their oh, name it's, is it's not, special, it's not actually Spaguber, Craig. You... <laughs> Hello, I am Spaguber. It's not. I am the captain of the Wait, poor is band. Wait, is his eye doing the eye thing? Oh, yeah. no. I'm like staring off into space in my eye. Um, like... Can you control the eyeballs? My yes. eye starts spinning all over the place. Morgan goes, I'm just kidding. Before we leave, I, I should Come probably... Conjay goes, I'm, I'm going to let you all go to your business. Hi, I am Spaguber. Good night. She's behind the curtain. I you am Spaguber. Uh, <laughs> she walks away behind the curtain. Do the, do the, do the, you, know how he, do you, you know how he turns? You know how he like does a turn when he's walking? He like turns? Do I the start turn. walking and then I pivot really quickly. <laughs> <and start walking. laughs> Morgan looks really weirded out and he just picks up his, he picks up his copy of A Love Under the Mountain and he sits back and starts running. Uh, yeah. yeah. likes Love Under the Mountain too. I Love Under the Mountain. I'm gonna go. I am Spigeber. I thought you guys were not gonna lie. This is a little weird. I am Spigeber. Um, <laughs> guys, guys. <laughs> Let's go. Don't freak out. Okay. Walk around, okay? You guys start walking out of the building. Yeah. Wait, no. I don't I walk out of the building. Okay. okay. Other people walk okay. out. Okay. Uh, Craig, walk you out. walk out. Greta, do you walk out? No. 
Okay, <laughs> only Craig walks out. So Craig, you <laughs> go to the door and you and you walk out. Now we okay. have to behave Craig's because an actual dojo. person that is traveling with us, I am the visage of. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you... <laughs> you go, like, commit a robbery <laughs> like Mr. Goober. Mr. <laughs> gets falsely arrested um, by arson. Uh, no. So, <laughs> you, you do your dealio? Um, I... Is it casting? No, I don't it is know a feature. How, that's what you, I you thought. Yeah. A feature, yeah. So, well, it says you gain the ability to cast. Okay, so yeah, you as can a cast. bonus yes. action. Okay. I cast, I cast a disguise self, and um. Okay. Okay. Using a little custom homebrew features here. Yeah. I like it. Using that uh, College of Persona Board College. Um, so, Ro, you pull out your loot. You play a little ditty. Yeah. What do you turn into? Um. And without being rude, she kind of transforms into like the most plain, like hmm, okay, an extremely <laughs> nondescript individual. Yeah, very nondescript. Um, hmm. we'll say that she's um a pretty average size, like wood elf looking. I think you can gain a foot with this guy. So yeah. So like just a, like a foot taller than what Roe is. Um, and she her her like really pretty like black shiny purplish iridescent floral hair turns into like um just a very dark brown um and just straight into like a braid and okay. um her her armor which is kind of like green and brown and stuff like that it just kind of all turns to like black and brown so that it's kind of a different color than what her magic usually is yeah um and her loot turns um as she's playing by the way it kind of sounds sounds like we got we got it some kind of, chickens kind of, <laughs> look at all those chickens look at all those chickens <laughs> it kind of sounds like um i know this was a serious moment but the song that i really want it to be kind of sounds like <laughs> um that's not my name. <laughs> That's not my name. They call me Tracy. And uh her her loot uh turns into um it turns into uh just like a very, very plain looking um like flute that's on okay. that's on her back. Um Okay. And her her eyes are no longer like purple, like they're just very they're just brown and normal irises, and she looks incredibly normal compared Staying to what in front she of normally you is a very like. normal looking person and very pale skin, you no look, longer green or barky. You look so normal. Hi, I am Spigoober. Oh boy. <laughs> um, what's your name? How do I look? Wait, what's your name? We Average. can't call you Ro. Oh, you can't call me Ro. Yeah. Oh. Um, what? Bow. 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 Um, okay. <laughs> um, I, just, oh, I don't know. I Camille. Don't know. What's like a, what's a, what's a common Camille name, you guys? Margram like closes the book and his finger flips to the front, opens it back up and goes, Sylvia. <gasps> I love <gasps> it. Sylvia. You can call me Sylvia right now. Sylvie? Sylvia? Sylvia. Yeah, You're works. a cotton trader. A cotton Hello? trader. Your parents are dead. <laughs> well... <laughs> It's for backstory. They are. Wow. <laughs> That's why I left. That's why I left. That's the wow. scenario my parents are alive. Woo! 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 Damn. I've never done that before. No. I'm trying to go out far with your words. <laughs> No, it's fine. They can they can be dead in this too. <laughs> it's, um, 
She's familiar with that. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, fantasy I'm familiar is my parents are dead. <laughs> um, Batman mode activated. <laughs> Who's Batman? Do you like bats? I have a tattoo of one. Anyway! Things that happen in people go places. Um, Craig, I assume, has been waiting at the... Oh, Craig's gone. Craig Wait, left you guys. Left. Wait, oh. Wait where's I want to be very clear about something. No matter what you guys want, any player can do whatever they want at any point. Mikey I'm can do what you want. That's fine. Everybody that's still here, I'm going to say, hey guys, I think it's important that we have a plan in case something goes wrong. <laughs> um, everybody needs to be back here by... Is there like a chime or bells or anything that's going no. on in the city? No. Okay, so um, yeah, just come back if it's morning. <laughs> if it's morning, um, I would say back before morning, before balls, dawn. I would say um, maybe you know once once the sun goes completely down, that's not very. We long. should all. It's six o'clock. I mean, when does the sun set in Home Cove? You said that the sun was already setting. Uh, like like maybe like the next hour or two, it'll be all the way down. Mm. In two hours, we can get what we need done. Two hours. And D&D &D time, that's like, that's like five episodes of D&D. &D. Craig, what are you doing? Craig um, is going to find... Are there still just, shops? You're just on are a there mission still shops? The street? They have not ceased to exist. Okay, he's going to find someone and ask like, Hey, um, what's the dojo called? Did he say? Um, He did not. He did not say? No. He said it was like under, like it was like a vegetable market. It was in like the back of a vegetable market. Uh, he said that it was, it was... um. Disguised underneath a different business is what he said. <laughs> he didn't give me any identification of how to find him. No. Oh my gosh. Okay. What are you doing, Craig? Um, I'm gonna go up to a person in the shop uh, and be like, "Do you know of a?" Or I mean, like, "Hey." Okay. Yeah. There's somebody <laughs> on the street. Um. Or or I'm excuse me. You go up to a shop. Uh. It's a very nice. Um. I always go up straight to bread because of our campaign. Um. It's a very bread. shop in a while. It's a very bread. nice bread. cobbler bread. shop. Um, oh, no, because oh, if I, I say cobbler. bread, uh, it'll Peach be the rest cobbler? of the... Cobbler is the uh, worst. Like a, somebody makes shoes. Oh. If I say bread, oh. it'll be the rest of the podcast. Um, so there's a very nice shoe, <laughs> shoe shop like, that you walk up to. Like and, cobbler um, isn't that far from There's me. an elven woman standing at the front. She's middle-aged. Uh, and um, she has like a nice apron on, stained with some leather staining implements. She has brown hair up in a bun. She says, um, good afternoon, sir. Hold on, question for the DM. Mm -hmm. um, Answer for the player. Do I remember where the uh, Thespis... Uh, sure. shop is yeah it was it was like a quarter mile down uh he had a fruit stand what you doing craig um you have a good day and he walks up to the that's <laughs> <laughs> really confused and then you head back down the street uh and you Tip set off toward thespis huh? um, tip her a platinum for her time a platinum where are you uh no. so do you go to thespis yeah. fruit stand okay we'll get back to that in a second what are the three of you doing okay so craig is gone and he's down the street do you guys want to go to the tower hey ab to the war. I almost called you by your player name. <laughs> That's illegal. Greta, what's an item on you that I can use to f locate if you get missed? If you go missing. What do you mean get by missed. that? I can find anybody by an item. You. Like I can locate an item you have. What's you... one that I can use to locate you? What if she rains? Craig always has his hammer. It's easy. And he has the beard clasps in his beard. So. There's it's... lots of sticks in my hair. Lots of sticks in your hair. Greta sticks. I have sticks. some flower petals. What's well, like an actual item that I can use to target? I have a pouch of flower petals in my inventory. DM if I try. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Perfect. I do. I track my friends by. I put a flower petal like in my friend's pocket, and I'll like follow them <laughs> if I'm worried about them. Um, that doesn't okay. happen. That's actually kind of creepy now that I say it out loud. Do you guys want to? Well, that's what parents do anyway. Um, <laughs> Ooh, mom and dad. Three, six, uh, Hi, mom and dad. Um, do you guys want to go to the tower? I know you. I. It's an option. I want to. 
Uh, oh. Do you mind stopping by a turtle first? For sure. Okay. Wait. DM, how far away is the tower from the turtle? Uh, well, you were told that it was in the the like it was a big, tall tower standing up among the look? um uh, the west side of yes. Can I look for it? What do you, What do you mean? Can I see the tower from where I'm standing? I thought uh, we were still inside. Well, no one has left the shop, so no. <laughs> never um, mind. I'll actually, save it for later. Oh, no. Yeah, the windows face east. Yeah, never mind. Uh, not from where you're standing. Um, you've been told it's a tall white tower in the west side of, of the wealthier district in the, in the north. Just northwest. So where is the total tree? Uh, Like, directly down from where you are south. So not close, probably. No, pretty far. Okay. Um... I like night strolls. I say I just don't want to wake them up in the middle of the night, mm. you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we're going to be both before nightfall. Should we drop by on a night like that? Oh, she said that we could come by, and I know that. <sighs> I, I don't know. I I'm a weird person, and she invited me anyway. So you're right. You're true. right. That's her mistake. The okay. Only, <laughs> the only thing that worries me, um, yeah, is that I don't I don't really I mean I didn't talk to her, and I don't really know her affiliation of. You know, with the caves or or whatnot, and um, I saw I saw her in in um, I we I interacted with her super briefly in in Port Resplendent Song. I well. guess I'm just I'm just worried about, you know, what went down earlier and running into anyone that might be uh, against what was done. Uh, my song and oh. and Viscuit, well, and I don't really know what what alliance. We she's don't with. have to tell her that. Like to her, we're just three. Like I'm. You know, we're just three people with crazy magic items. We don't have to tell her all of the details of who we are. You you two are disguised. I mean, uh, on the other hand, would it be putting her in danger? She's, I don't know. She seemed like a pretty powerful witch. If we don't have to go, I was going to go, but I just wanted to invite y'all because I think she'd like to see her magic items, but it, we don't have to. I do want to see the turtle, though. All right. Um, so turtle first, then lady in tower? Yeah. All right. Turtle first. <laughs> Turtles all the Which way down. really should have been the name of the episode, but that's fine. Um, so the so three good. of you guys walk outside that of the building so to try good. and keep this on that track. So and, um, good. you guys, uh, uh, okay, what did I miss? What? We're going to the it's Turtles. No, I'm just really Turtles confused. all the way down is a book. It's a good book by John Green, who I adore. Okay. The John Green, you guys, if you want to play with us, you're always welcome at the table. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I, no, I would lose my mind. Okay. The Barely D&D TikTok turtles. account follows Hank Green. Yeah, it does. Sorry. So the three of you guys walk outside of the opalescent home and you start heading south. Um, probably like 10 minutes ahead of them is Craig. <gasps> um, so, Craig, uh, you are making your way forward. And, and I can't see them. <laughs> so you get down to uh, you get down to the um, the edge of the festival of petals. Um, they're all still all the white streamers down a little bit south down the hill, and um, the the street is even more filled with flower petals. The celebration has gone out throughout the day. This, the air gets floral, and you return to a stand where there is another um, uh, bad beard, sparsely haired, um, thin fellow, half elven fellow, leaning up against a wall. Um, uh, and there is a fruit stand in front of him and he's got on his like uh, his cloaks, his little leather breast piece, a sword at his side and he's sitting there and no one's near him and he's looking at the ground in front of him and he's like mouthing this dramatic expression on his face. You get a feeling he's having a conversation in his head. And he's just like really animatedly like making expressions at the ground and talking. Hey, 
Sir. Hey. Hello. Um, is this, is this yeah, this is Thespis. Yeah. I mean, you recognize him and see him okay. as you walk up. Okay. Yeah. Thespis, do you remember me from earlier? I remember you, Craig. Hello. I I just can't get out of my head this this dojo you were talking about. Of course you can't, brother. It's because you are also called to the way of the sword. I really think I am. I really think you are. This is I feel a like serious. This is my whole life's journey, right here. This is a serious quest you're imparting upon. Are you sure that you're ready to be a warrior? I feel like this is my life's purpose. Yes. There's like a really weird energy between you guys, and he is like you're getting more excited. He's kind of like, and he's he keeps he's getting really serious. And a lady walks up to his stand and she goes, "Good afternoon. Could I buy some?" Go away, please. <laughs> and she like turns around and walks Can away, confused with kind of an angry look. And he goes, oh, "The shop's closing down early." And he gets all these like crate tops and starts putting them on the crates and puts them under the stand. And he just hangs this big sign over the front that on the front, and it just says. We are closed. And he hangs around the back and he goes, follow me. And he like heads around the edge of the building and down a street. And you guys just walk for like maybe 15 minutes. Uh, you go to a whole other district. You get the feeling more needed to go into like closing down that fruit stand. And he's just not bothered by it right now. Um, and you guys. The fruit's uh, still there. Yeah. He just put it under the stand. Um, and uh, um, he. uh like he's walking with purpose and as you guys are walking through the street the city moving through districts you're going a little bit southeast um he starts asking you so tell me brother what started you on your quest oh my gosh we saved the town can we save the uh, people from uh from a sea hack we've we already been we've been on, on adventure? we've um we fought against uh yeah we fought against some really big things that's like he like sort of like looks you up and down I for a second can general he stops you. This is a serious venture we're going on. You yeah. can't make up stories. I'm not. I would never lie to you. That's best. Make a, make a persuasion check, Craig. And we're going to say at advantage because he's pretty enamored with you right now. I'm pretty enamored with him. 17. 17. Whoa. 17. He like leans into you. There's a Kefka guard nearby paying zero attention to you guys. He gives this really dramatic side eye and he looks at you. You've actually fought a Kevkin general. Craig just winks. He just goes, oh my goodness. We're I going won't to be say great which warriors. one. I don't know who those other people with you were, but we could go on far better adventures. You and I. I, I want to get them on our team because I think they would really like this. The wolves make a pack and he just starts walking back down the street and he like every time he does he takes this like really like deep breath and serious expression and goes back to walking. He's got this ardent stride. People like walking by are rolling their eyes at him and he's just you guys push forward down the street. You have to like you're jogging a little bit to keep up with him because he's not socially aware enough to know that he's going too fast, but your legs are much shorter than his. Mm -hmm. So you have you're like having to like keep up a pace to walk. But as you guys move forward further and further forward, you eventually get to um a two-story building. Um, it's just like really simple, um, dark earthen stone. Um, and it's made with like a lot of squared geometries. So it's a very squared rectangular building. They're like decorative little uh, parapets up at the top that like kind of go up and down in rectangular patterns. And there are three windows on the second story that are arching um, with uh, metal um, or iron uh, bracing that goes across them, almost kind of like bars on them, but it's just decorative. Mm -hmm. And um, 
there's a division, a lip that comes out of the front of the building between the first and the second stories. And uh, the first story just has two very large display windows. And in them are hanging a series of pots and pans um, hanging from hooks at the edge of the window. They look like they're on display. Um, there's some brass, some copper, some iron, uh, maybe even some tin. And the front door is just large and square. It's a double door with two like long bar handles. And there's a sign on the front hanging. It's smaller. Uh, it looks like it's kind of an old shape and it just says the iron implements. And uh, he walks up, and as you guys get close, um, like someone kind of walks out of the door and like mm, opens it, like kind of, it's just like a nondescript average looking person. They give Thespis a weird face and keep walking. And she suddenly puts a hand on your chest and turns to you. And he like gets close to whisper, even though, though no one's around. And he goes, we are about to head into a very secret environment. This is our first round of testing. It is important that we use our charisma and our intelligent skills to get into this place. The man who guards it is a challenging taskmaster. I have a negative one in intelligence and a one in charisma. <laughs> he continues and he says, um, he will act as though he does not want me in his establishment. Probably you as well. It's all a part of his ruse. He is testing us as warriors. Are you ready for this task, Craig? I, I was born ready. Yes. And uh, like he turns he turns away and then he turns back really quickly. What's your last name? Dundley. Okay, okay. All right. And he, and he puts a hand on the door. He like holds it for a second. Takes this deep breath in, lets it out. And opens the door really dramatically and suddenly in front of him. And what opens it up in front of him, it's just a very average looking shop. Um, there's pots and pans all over the walls and um, little like uh, display tables of them. It's just a really big pots and pans shops. There's ladles, forks, spoons, knives all along the walls. And um, there's like white tile all over the floor. And there is a very large wooden counter um, that has some glass display in front of it. And along the back wall, there's a single wooden door in the middle. The boring, the building is very boringly designed. And there is a big man at the counter. He's maybe six, four. Um, he is a, a half orc with like dull gray, uh, gray green skin. He has, um, he's completely bald on top. And um, he's got these this huge, wide, square jaw that's kind of like got some rolls going down it. Um, he is very muscular, um, and he has this like simple, dull gray, um, uh, like linen um, uh, apron that's hanging over like a white cotton shirt. Um, and his huge forearms push out of it. He's, there's a real mix of he's just burly and thick and barrel chested, and there's really dark hair coming across his arms, and he's got like a big scar on one side of his face and then one going across a finger and he has like a dark gray ring uh where his ring like on his uh it looks like like where a wedding ring would be but it's too big and thick and heavy and he's leaning forward and he has this gargantuan handlebar mustache that comes off of his face and like creeps up the sides of his is uh of his jawline but the feeling that it's been shaved up from there since he's gone bald and there's a heavy five o'clock shadow coming in across that and he's just sort of leaning forward on the counter and he looks up sees thespis and rolls his eyes really hard and just sighs deeply, and Thespis like strides ardently up to the counter, and I assume you're in step. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, he gets to the counter, and he like sort of leans on it, looking away, like he's not looking at the man at the counter. The man at the counter is just not looking at him. He's got a book open. It looks like it's like, like uh, transactions for the day. He's like, he's left-handed, and he's scrawling with a quill nice. in it. And Thespis leaning forward goes, Bird, I am surprised to find you here. The man at the counter goes, um, it seems unlikely I work here. Thespis <laughs> <laughs> goes, good cover. We need to get into the blood bowl. 
are we to be granted access? And then Bear just sighs heavily. He looks up at you, Craig, and he goes, Who is this? And Thespis I'm goes, I'm Craig Dudley. He looks at Thespis. Thespis, like, 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 shoots him a glance really quickly, like winks, and then looks away again, and he goes, Craig is also to be led in the way of the warrior. And um, the guy with the book just closes the book with a really big, like it's loud and he slams it down on the counter and Thespis like jumps a little but then acts really calm again and the big guy stands up very tall behind the counter and he goes I am tired of all of this crap are you paying to get in or not Thespis goes I have what we need and he pulls out a little um, bag of coins and he drops it on the counter and he pulls out like 20 silver and he slides it across and tightens the bag back and then he looks to you Craig dramatically and he says the price of destiny is never cheap and then he just looks too long because he doesn't know what to do. And the guy behind the counter just sighs heavily and like pulls the coins across the counter and then they ding, 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 into a bag and he closes it, puts it down across the counter. <sighs> Have you been to the Blood Bowl before, Craig? This is my first time. All right. I'm so excited. Do not talk about this location. I wouldn't dream of it. Do you have the price of admittance? It is 20 silver to get in. I have so much more than that. And so he brings out just enough. Okay. You thumb out 20 silver. He nods. Thespis, like the whole time you're counting out coins, he's counting two under his breath for no reason. And um, the guy behind the counter pulls the coins off, pulls them into a bag, closes it. The, the As the coins fall in, they're making like a really like ting sound. But you know how when you, drink, uh, when you drop a few coins into a bag, like they make a very hollow sound? They ricochet off of a lot. Whatever this bag is behind the counter, it must be huge. And the big guy walks over to the side of the counter. He like uh, pulls up the like kind of drawbridge edge of it. He walks to the front of the building. Um, he pulls out a sign from behind the edge of the door. He hangs it on the front. He closes it. He locks the front. And he says, um, proceed behind the counter. And Thespis <laughs> like walks around the edge. I assume you follow. And he goes and he waits behind that door at the back. The other guy closes the bridge to the counter again. And he opens the door and it, and it opens up to a large office behind a rectangular room. Uh, there's books of what look like records on the sides, two large leather chairs in front of a, 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 a wide mahogany desk. And um, it sits on a rug. And as this very large man walks into the room and all three of you guys are in it, you don't fit super well, but he kind of pushes you guys to the sides and he just starts moving furniture himself. He moves the chairs and then he gets behind the desk and he, and he pushes in and he goes across the floor. And then he takes a rug and he whips it to the side and it moves against a bookcase. And there is a very large square iron grate on the floor, um, completely solid. And there's a little um, hole in the bottom of it. And he reaches behind one of the bookcases at his side and he pulls out a huge, what looks kind of like a crowbar. And he hooks it under and he heaves it and he goes and slams up, pulls the crowbar out. And below you is a terrible smell. Um, it smells kind of like dank water and a little bit like feces. Um, and he says, um, Go down the ladder, across the pathway, and to the door. Knock three times, they will let you in. Okay. And then Thespis like puts a hand on your shoulder and he goes, Steady, brother. There are many more trials to pass through. There's a lot passing through. <laughs> it is a rank smell, but your nose will be that of a warrior. He goes, he holds his nose and it goes down. Sometimes I squeeze my nose like this. It makes it stronger. <laughs> wish the listener could see this. <laughs> we okay. have to do this in the podcast somehow, some way. You start going, ding, 
ding, ding, ding, down the ladder. You guys get a bit of the way down, and the grate above you goes and closes over you. Yeah, it's on a hinge. Um, or actually, no, it, but it like it rests in a little lip. So like as you pick it up, it doesn't fall through. Um, and it gets really dark in front of you, and we will cut back to you in a second. No! <laughs> so um, uh, we are going to go back to um, the three uh, jabronis. Back to I am Spigoober. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. So Spigoober, Plain Jane, and Greta are walking down the main Plain central Jane. fairway of, of Home Cove. The sun is setting and it's getting a little bit duller. Um, uh, do you guys stop for any reasons or do anything before you get to? Okay. Oh, do you guys think I should change my voice while I'm talking? Should I do a different accent? Yeah. Uh, is this is this too? You think Biscuit would recognize that? I honestly don't know. I mean, he did make the because y'all talked to because you wait. Y your <laughs> accent is from the town that he conquered, right? That is true. You think he'd be like, "Hey, I conquered that town. That's a cool accent. What's your name?" Are you saying? <laughs> are you saying it would hit on me, Greta? No, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I I honestly don't know. Gotta risk it for the biscuit. I mean, I. <laughs> <laughs> Do you saw inspiration? Yeah. Dang it. Oh That's gosh. so good. I Can we get that. merch made of this? That should have been an episode title. Dang it. Risk it for the biscuit. That will be an episode title. Uh, that might Speak be. It. That I am going to make a shirt that says that. Risk it for the biscuit. He's ready to dance. Um, <laughs> um, He's worth it. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't really. I'm not very good at doing accents. I say you try it. You should say so try. What kind you of should, accent? You should do you talk think? like this. Oh, look, at, where is that from? I don't you know, but like sometimes some of the trolls that live <laughs> in the islands where I'm from that, say uh, like this. You said that's what your friends talk no, like. No, you could talk like. So I just manifested you trolls. You could talk like some life. of my friends. They used to talk like. <laughs> 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 Balls, are you sure you want her to meet this 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 lady? Where this lovely lady we're coming to see. Abby has fallen over, you guys. She's not. Biscuit this is what happens when we all start out with Red Bull. Well, I think that. I'm writing a song called Risky for the Biscuit. You can just rename Do the Dolgoth song Risky for the Biscuit. In parentheses, just like Dolgoth is the name of our chairs or whatever. In parentheses, Risky for the Biscuit. Chairs. I think whatever. I, I think it. it you guys are having this conversation as you walk. It yeah, needs yeah, to yeah. come yeah, to you are. in the moment, but if you feel like it, I support it. Like, I won't act like you're crazy or anything. <laughs> or if you want to pretend to be mute, too, you could do that. <gasps> yeah. What? On an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just mute yourself. <laughs> Ro just gets, when, when oh, they man. say pretend to be mute, Ro just gets this like, really like pouty look on her face almost. Except it's not Ro's face. It's like... It's this, this other, other woman. woman's face, but like a little bit of Roe kind of shines through to Aww. you guys. And is like, like you guys can definitely tell it's Roe by this face she made because it's kind of like the attitude coming through gives <laughs> you guys sometimes. Uh, you can tell she's offended that Craig you suggested her being mute. My I just had a thought. <laughs> no you, way. You follow Saloon, right? Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Um... Do you think they have like a church here? I Probably. I don't I don't know. I'm just saying. Would I know? Stop there. I was... History check, bro. Okay. That's. Is your default? <laughs> oh no! I don't know what that was, but I'm scared. Eh, eh, eh. Twenty-three. Oh. Jeez. Yeah. I want people to just cut out uh, our. 
sounds and just put them all together. <laughs> um, you are aware that um, there is a temple of Selun in Home Cove. Uh, Selun is more popular in the West, but she is present in the East. And Home Cove is a very large city. So there is a smaller temple on the far West side of the city. Um, What's and there's, there is a much larger um, uh, temple of Eldath on the West side of the city. The two uh, religions have no animosity toward each other, but they're it's simply... It's kind of like Baptist and Methodist. Is that what we're going That's for That's an here? excellent description. <laughs> like, okay. There's no beef, but they're yeah. just in different spots. Both like they're right the other, there, but, but no they're first, first United Saloon and <laughs> first United Eldath. Um, and uh, uh, so you are aware that there's a very very large temple of Eldath in the west of the city and a smaller one of, of Saloon okay. in the far east. So I relayed that to Balls. I just, if you want to stop there and like do your thing. Like, it's probably like an hour or two from where you guys are. Would I, uh, do I yeah, know yeah, I'm telling okay. you. We're going to be going to the um, northwest if it's in the west. Um, I mean, if we, if we pass it, that might, that might be lovely. Um, but I, I, I don't need to, uh, I, I, I guess we'll, we'll just see if, if we end up going more that way, because I don't know where um, your friend is, but... Okay. Can I... No. This Can is I... so cute. I just want to relay oh. to the listeners that Micah and Abby are sitting here holding hands, and <laughs> yeah. they are best friend goals. Yeah. yeah! Even though Craig and Greta really aren't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Craig and Greta would never hold hands. Unless. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Abby's like pulling away right now. Away. Abby's like, nope, nope, she tried, nope, nope, and nope. I just hold on tight. Michael's like, I don't flirt with anybody. And then she's like, but Greta, hey, though. Mike, Mike, was like, women. I would never do campaign romance. And then she's like, I think I'll romance every character. <laughs> uh, Greta, what's up? Um, can I look for that tower now, please? Make a perception check. Yay. Perception check. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I just can't call them perception checks anymore. No, you really can't. You said you your hand. blues clues, but perception check sounds like blues. Are you looking for it as well? I rolled better than a 12. Sorry. Wait, I didn't have my modifier. Sorry, that was a little salty. Wait, what is happening? What are you 17. looking for? I'm looking for the tower too. Oh, I want to Did you say it out loud? 21. <laughs> I'm going to burn my... I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it again. I'm going to burn my resurrection. <laughs> um, I'll burn my resurrection. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Buzz, uh, from where you happening? are, there's a lot of tall buildings around. You don't see it. Wow. Um, but uh, Greta... Uh, there's something about, ironically about you being a little shorter. You're used to peering through like the edges of buildings <laughs> and you know not to try to like crane over. You know to like find the gaps between buildings and as you do whatever that dance is. Um, <laughs> you peer between, between a couple buildings and you can see a very th tall thin spire in the distance of pale white and you're nice. going to bet that that has to be around where the tire is. I the see a really tall thin spire in the west and I'm willing to bet that's the tower that I want to go to. Do you want us to go with you or do you want to go by yourself? Well, I want y'all to come with me because I I was going to go by myself, but the lady that I talked to, she was like, hey, she likes cool magic items. And I really only have two, like, at the most. I don't have that. So you want us for our magic items, huh? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, do you think we should wait? I mean, like, no offense to the three of us, but, I mean, our muscle is not here. Yeah. <laughs> Tallow and Craig. I mean... I don't know. It seems like y'all don't want to go. I want to go. I'm, I would prefer to go. I want to go. I'm just going to be honest. I'm a little concerned about going to any place that I don't know their alliance with with the with the um with the events that took place today. I think I ha I think we have enough to where we can stand on our own. And we don't have to. Do we have to, like, 
can we please not tell her the whole we we're in no, a no, habit no. Of- i don't want to tell her everything that happened i just you know um you as you guys are having this conversation you're working way closer and closer toward the coast um as you get toward like the edge of the city so the beach is just nearly approaching and you're getting down to where these this front row of the city is along the coast but you're continuing to speak with each other are we getting closer to the tree where the turtle is? Yeah, you can see that you can see the very large tree in the distance from here. Okay. You're just making your way there. Ro, if you would I I if you don't want to if you want to go back and be with Tello after we meet the the turtle. Let let's see how things go with with um Tesha. Te- her name's Tesha. Her name's Tesha. Mm-hmm. Um let's see how things go with Tesha and then I'll decide then. I'm I'm not saying I don't want to go. I'm not saying I do. I d- I don't know you. Okay. Well, that's fine. Different strokes for different folks. Am I right, Greta? I can send her a message and ask. I don't know what I would send her, but I could, like, ask her. Could you say, hey, is it too late to come by in, in, in like, 45 minutes? Yeah, but how do, how should I? Hey, are you allied with the Kefkins, and is it too late to come by in 45 minutes? <laughs> I think that's a little much. Oh. How do I say that without saying that? How do you feel about dark blue armor? <laughs> Can I just straight up ask? Is it too much to just straight I up ask her? I don't think you like, should ask her. Hey, what are your... Did you hear about the thing at the Thunder <laughs> Roses? <laughs> oh, my. Well, um... If I... we give you a magic item, will you promise not to blackmail us to the Kefkins? I don't think she's going to blackmail us. We don't even... We don't know her. And y'all don't look like anyone. And I wasn't there when Biscuit was having... I mean, That's right. Just, you weren't around. Just to let you know, this is going to go away in an hour. I'll have to... Redo my. You said you could do it a few times. Make up here, yeah. Okay. It's up to y'all. I'm gonna go, and I would love for if y'all oh, well, went. Well, are you gonna are you gonna wait on us to visit? Can I with come Tisha? to visit with? Yeah, them? yeah, you can come. There's a public shop. <laughs> yes. But we will speak in a different language when we're inside. So that's okay. Wait, what language? <laughs> He's like, what language, <laughs> balls? Oh, we're gonna speak in um, gnomish. <gasps> I know that one. I mean, Sylvan. I, I can I can know that balls. one. I'm just kidding. I don't know what language we're going to speak in. As you guys are having this conversation, we're getting a very closer. large, <laughs> sixty-foot pale tree is um, <laughs> oh approaching in, up ahead of you. And this is the first time that you guys have seen this. It's just a massive tree growing out of the crushed ruins of a building. It's wildly out of place, um, and in the like, um, the last street breaking off into the beach of this like coastal um, city, and. Um, it looks like it's out of the middle of some sort of a giant enchanted forest. And um, there are birds all in the boughs. And as you get close, you can see that like uh, that gaping hole within the huge standing roots that leads down to that sort of like little mini tunnel to the door. And Boz, you are familiar with the location to which you arrive. How late in the day is it? Uh, is it like 7 o'clock? It's probably around, well, Keen Mind would know that it's around like 7.15. Is there any signage on the door that's saying, please don't come in? No. I start walking And in. the sun is starting to slowly set um, mm-hmm. on one end of the ocean. Oh, this is this is beautiful, Bulls. This place. Can I do? I I I've lived in the forest, and uh-huh. I also lived in New Zealand. Can I do a true <laughs> question mark? New Zealand. <laughs> I've lived in New Zealand. What a great statement. Can I check and see no if this idea. tree looks familiar at all? Make New Zealand was in check. What kind of birds are in there? Oh, never mind. Um, that was a natural one. Tree, huh? <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Tree, um, yeah, that's huh? going on the average. Uh, that's true. Um, so <laughs> he was so excited about that's that. That's going on the average. You like peer up into the tree <laughs> to figure out what kind of tree it is. And Ro, you look up to figure out what kind of birds are up there. 
and one of those huge um what are they called um scarlet albatross macaws. the albatrosses that you guys met from the bird before like like flies off the branches and and there's just like a little and it takes a huge dump on your face Greta. Is it in it's my awful eyes? yeah it, it just in your face and you're just ah! Bro, I, could you do prestidigitation? Sylvia, I, Sylvia, could I, you please do no, prestidigitation? I, I was going to. There's an instant so bird poop and then prestidigitate immediately yeah. in your face. Thank you, well. That what was the first time I ever enjoyed that spell. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can I say that when and it did? And the rest did, of you actually yeah, cleans more too. Can I say when it did the bird poop? It took all the it took all the leaves and branches out of her hair again, and it's all yeah. nice. Which is and amazingly out from under your fingernails. No one knows where you keep getting more leaves and sticks from, but you know. Well, maybe a hint is that I. Rub myself on the bark as we walk. <laughs> so Rob digitates you, and then you walk up and just sort of like shimmy on the bark a little bit. And uh, oh I thought gosh. I gave the pen, the dancing pendant to Rob. <laughs> Did you like secondhand gift that? <laughs> These are very <laughs> awkward, disjointed movements. She's pretty good. <laughs> She's She's barely good. Slow dancing, good for the bird. <laughs> slow um, dancing, good. Hopefully not burning tree. Slow dancing. So pause. You, you start making your way down to the door, and as you. <laughs> open it up there's this like moist cool smelling smell that like like of like damp sort of the smell before it rains um or and like also of like wet earth sort of comes rushing up toward you guys in like a gentle breeze and as you open the door up ahead of you there's like a confusingly long tunnel going down and as the three of you walk down boz you very aware of of the first interaction the first time that happened um as you guys start walking down, the tunnel is confusing because it looks like you're about to walk down a 10-foot tunnel. Instead, you're not hearing oceans anymore. Um, and instead, mm. uh, like you guys feel like you walk for 40 feet, but instead it visually looks like you've walked like five. And this continues to happen until you guys get to the end of the tunnel. And um, there are bioluminescent fungi up all along the edges of the tunnel um, that are lighting the way. And as you guys get to the bottom of this huge chamber, it's this huge semicircular structure. And the ceiling is, is sort of held up by the massive pale roots of this tree, which interlace like veins into the earth around it. And there's a massive flower in the middle that has like bioluminescent, uh, uh, stamen that come out of the bottom and all these, um, like, uh, firefly like creatures swarming around it in circles and bioluminescent fungi coming out of the walls fungi and all along the ground <laughs> are like roots and uh, leaves and there are bushes growing out of the walls and um, the shop is pretty barren with two doors at the back and um, there is there are just different plants and flowers and, and shrubs all around the space and there is a huge turtle um, uh, she is massive with this heavy dark shell. She has this strong, long, uh, snapping turtle face with this like sort of pale, uh, I wouldn't quite call it teal, but like this pale, um, lightish bluish green skin. Um, and there's a gigantic colony of every fungus you've ever seen growing off of the back of her shell. She has this huge staff that looks like it's growing out of the ground stood up next to her and she's sitting on the ground. Um, and she's like tracing her finger in the dirt. She looks up as you walk in, Boz, and a slow smile creeps across her face, and then she nods at each of your companions. Uh, do you know who I am? I met you earlier today. Okay, good. Um, I, I trust it a little bit more. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, there's more people around me. <laughs> Fair enough. Boz still looks like Shpagoobo, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, just wait, wanted to shoot. clarify. You're right. You're backing yeah. up. Uh, that, that's true. Yeah. Oh, I thought she just magically. That's what I Ex thought. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Okay. Uh, I forgot. Spagoober, a random lady, and Greta walked down into space. <laughs> Never mind. And she says, um, 
Good afternoon. Hey, I look different, but it's Boz. I just did a thing, and now I look like this guy. He's a really nice guy, so if you ever see him, he's good. But I have the bowl you gave me earlier. I see that. I recognize the staff as well. Oh, it's, yeah. And you're holding the huge staff with the gleaming emerald at the top. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I guess disguising yourself when, when carrying around a really specific glowing emerald staff doesn't... I was too busy trusting everybody around me to... It's one to think about for the future. Yes. Okay. Well, um, I, we're, we just wanted to come say hi. Are they speaking common? Yeah. Um, Hello. This is my friend Greta, and this person next to me is also... You can not disguise anymore if you want to. Or can I do, like, an insight check or something to see if uh, Ro feels like that it is safe to if this do? If this woman can be trusted? Yeah. Danger yeah. check. Danger check. Because there's like row danger chick. Danger check. That's a 19. 19. Jeez. She rolls deception. Boss music starts. Dun 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 dun. Um, she uh uh. There's a very calm piece about the demeanor of this woman. Okay. You sense no malintent, nor do you sense a whole lot of... There's a front that many people put up, and you don't feel that. She just smiles. Um, so Ro um, kind of just, like, taps on the flute, but it's obviously her lute. And um, you see, like, from, like, up from her feet, slowly as she, like, taps on it, and it kind of sounds like her lute. Um, up from her feet, like, this purplish green and greenish and gold like cloud kind of goes up Ooh. and she becomes Ro again and the flowers come out of her hair again she's never been to the lost lands um hi good this afternoon. is Ro it's good to meet you Ro well, it's nice to meet you too um Tasha Tasha it's nice to meet you and you are Greta hi Greta's soup I feel like Greta has like Greta soup <laughs> <laughs> Greta soup. Greta is soup. Greta soup. I feel like Greta is like kind of like very inward. She's your like body language is sort of like contracted yeah. and yeah, she's quiet. very like just like her expression is not probing. She just smiles at you. Mm. What brings you back, boss? I just wanted to talk to you again. I got this book, and I hold up the ruminations of an archdruid. Okay. And the person who gave it to me said. They gave it to me because of the staff, and I. There's poetry in this, and he. There was. It references a place called the Westwood. Hmm. And I could read it to you if, if you'd like me to. I always enjoy a poem. It's very good. And she gestures to the ground for the three of you to take a seat. I'll you read both. Down. I'll read both poems to you. Okay. Um. All right. The Westwood, they call it. It seems a bit trivial in name to apply to such beauty and wonder, though in fairness, I have not the fitting words myself. What does one call the intersection of three worlds and lovely a stand of verdant towers? Maybe it is enough that it should simply be wood in the West. Perhaps there is as much a purpose in druids as abides in paladins in the end, upholding their inmost oaths and all guarding one heart or another. Perhaps we are all alike in our beginnings and ends. I have spoken with more flowers than folk at this point. It is the buzz of the bees rather than the bustle of busy streets that I should have on my ears. 
And yet still do I wonder if my time in this untenable tumult could mean anything more than the change of another autumn's leaves in the span of many few breaths. Perhaps you, O reader, who might be reading, may, may, may make more sense of the space between the lilies and lies, the tulips and truths. What should one do with water for which all have such deep thirst, but with which so few may be trusted? Should one trust themselves? Were you ever one to be trusted? Maybe we are all flowers in the field of the setting sun, but maybe that is yours now, reader. Perhaps you are to tend those these fields, and I may resign myself to the peaceful practice of pushing the daisies higher upward. Perhaps I am simply a babbling old kook. Talk to the trees for me, dear reader. I imagine they should enjoy the sound of another voice. That was beautiful. Okay. And this is on the back of the book. When ere the westwood has grown quiet and some solemn symphony of barren silence grips the setting sun, tend the embers, keep the coals. So sorrowful are the stars of your heart's night vanished from your sky. Forget not their pale white warmth. Do not their brilliant truth deny. Keep the fire. Carry the flame. Seeds of blood and bone will be sown in these broken soils, and long through their bitter winter will tears soften the earth and water these mournful blooms. But you are given the lonely truth, gifted the hope whispered in the absolute. Weep and be well. Break and be known. You are stalk among the fields and are not forget by the noonday sun. Warm them with your light. You can never be alone, O druid of the first flame. For you wear the first name as your own. Keep the fire, carry the flame. What was the name of this book? This was... Ruminations of an Arch Druid. I do not know it. There is a name inscribed in many of the of the spells. Maybe you'll recognize it. It's uh, Hewnden. <laughs> ah. he, I um met him once a long time ago. Hey. He was a mighty druid indeed. Where have you gotten this book? Uh, the Opalescent Tome. Uh, maybe a silly question. So it has you thinking on things. Hmm. We're, we were already going to the Westwood and we didn't realize it. Um, but there's a lot of things about fire. And it's not something I usually think a lot about, but it's got me thinking a lot about it. And what do you think about these things, Boz? I've never wished for fire. I've never thought it'd be necessary. But... I don't know, I'm starting to... understand it more. And I've read some of these spells, and some of them are beyond my my comprehension right now, but some of them I'm starting to grasp. And I just, I want to understand Hyunden. They told me what happened to him. He died protecting those woods. Hmm. You 
seem like you're in a very different state than you walked in this morning. Yes, I am. Who are these people that you've brought with you? These are my friends. We have traveled together. We have fought together. We have laughed together and cried together. And one of them I've only known for just over a week. Um, Bulls was the first person that I ever saw that, um, for lack of a better word, looked like me. <laughs> hmm. Half triads are very uncommon. What is your story, little one? Um, I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, That's all right. My my mother was not um, half dryad, as you guys say, which I just recently learned that. Um, she was a halfling. Um, I don't really know about my father. Um, that's pretty much all I know. I guess I... So much heavy silence here. Assumptions. That maybe my mom traveled to Boz's home. I think she went to Agba. Ah. Have you come here to ask more of this? I... I also just came here to see a familiar face that looks like home. I haven't seen home in a long time. And it feels nice to be around you. I'm not calmer now, Boz. There is a great heaviness. What weighs upon each of your hearts right now? I think the same thing I felt this morning. I just... Just scared for my home. Scared of the consequences that lie before it and the great vastness of the unknown that we've just begun to understand. And as we begin to understand it more, we just understand that its vastness is ever bi- is ever more than it was. Hmm. We've heard of great evil. We've seen awful things. The world has many awful things in it. What about you, little one? Um... I'm afraid of the awful things to come. I like to put on the front that I'm ready for those things, but I am not quite sure. And what about you? Why did you come here? Why did I come here? You mean with with them or just like in a big you know she has a weird presence because she's strange and she's foreign but there is the very calm confidence of someone who's lived so many years under the sun and I mean of course not saying how you feel about her but um, there's some 
similarity to her, to those who initially drew you. Um, some sort of a, a wisdom and knowing, confidence, and an interest, but it's less intense, less probing, more... It reaches at you less. And uh, she's very still. Uh, one, because she moves very slowly and she's very old. But also, <laughs> her demeanor is very calm. And she just sits there for a few moments looking at you, not piercing, just sort of in the awkward moment with you. And she says, What are you so afraid of? Well, you are clearly just, very afraid. I, I just learned that people, these, these people are telling me that there's this thing, this magic that is everything. They say that, they say that, you know, this world was made by these people, was made by this, and there was this, and there's this big magic that... What are you afraid of? I'm afraid of the... I... I've never... I've never done anything... Good with the magic. I've all, I've all, I've every time I every time I try and and make something, it's just big and scary and scarier than I I wanted it to be. So, what are you afraid of? Everything. If if this is I don't know. Heavy hearts here. I've been very sad too. My temple in Pestava was destroyed when Vashnazan conquered the Isles. I was a member of the Order of Eldath there. I came here, and it is good, but it's hard not to be afraid when life hurts you. I'm so sorry about your home. Me too. Where was she? Where was it at? Um, Testaba. I think I said it wrong the first time. Testaba, not Bestaba. T-E-S-T-A-B-A. Testaba. In the Vashtan Isles. So, Druid, what would you say to these weary hearts? To my friends. To those who are afraid. I think right now, um, I would say something different to each of them. To Greta, I would say, 
I think the wonder of the old magic is is present in you and just how you see the world and that your fear over the darkness that used to hold you you don't have to be afraid of it when your friends are here um to row I'd say I'm afraid of that too that it's okay doesn't mean it's going to be okay but I think that the fact that we're together that we have common ground it makes me feel a little comforted and Tesh I'd like to say I'm sorry about what happened in a temple I was too but then again, I wouldn't have ever been here with you all. <sighs> Buzz, whenever you need to go home, I can take you there. What do you mean? She puts a hand on her staff. Uh, it's this gnarled, twisted, thin. It looks kind of like um, crate myrtle wood. It's very smooth, but branches out quite a bit at the top and the bottom. And it, it like spirals outward and then comes back together. And there's no crystal in it, but she, as she puts her, her hand on it, all these leaves sprout at the top. She whispers something and she lifts it and puts it down on the ground. And from the roots behind her at the back of her shop, they go <laughs> and pull apart. And this, um, this pale, thin, silver, like gossamer veil of light is opened up between them and you recognize this from what the druids of your culture brought you to the lost lands from she says you can always leave she takes a hand off of the staff and puts it back down into the soft soil and it branches out into it and the, the roots from behind her on the wall Pull back together. Can I come back? Here? Of course. But... If you spend your home, your life, protecting what you have, you may save it. You might not. Life is unpredictable and long. But if you don't lose what you have, you may never be able to give to others. You can leave now, but clearly people need you. Can you do something different for me? Can you make this plant grow? <laughs> Pause, you can make that plant grow. I know, but I have to take a long nap before I can do it. She nods and she puts a hand on her staff and as she squeezes it, <laughs> um, a, a bunch of light comes off of the fungus oh. from the back of her shell. It sort of lights up, sort of like um, um, 
a disco light of like pale pastels <laughs> and, um, and like like sort of like the colors on succulents and fungi like Aww. dull whites and soft pinks and blues light from her shell and she whispers a little bit and all the grooves on her like um, uh, scaled skin light up and as she touches it um, the bowl in your hands grows warm and this little green stalk like pushes up through the soil and grows upward and it massively gets thicker and all these leaves spread off the side and it's got these like clover-like leaves that all branch out in little sectioned bundles and at the top this brilliant white like multi-hooded flower that looks like the most elaborate orchid you've ever seen blooms out of the top with purple strips down its central petal and it blooms out in front of you boss do i recognize the flower mm -hmm. i smile thank you i may take you a on the offer of going home, but I don't, I can't right now. She smiles. Anything you fight to keep, Boz, you'll lose. If you want to keep your life, you have to give it up. I fight to give up what I have so that the people that I care about can keep what they love. Even if losing my home means it can mean a lot of different things, but as long as I can preserve it, if I can do anything to keep them safe, even if I can't go back there, you can't. That's okay. You can't keep everyone safe but I can try to keep some people safe. And I think that as long as I try, there's beauty in that. It's a long road, boss. Time will tell what you become, but maybe you'll carry the fire. Maybe you'll keep the flame. Either way, I like what's blooming. She sort of stands up and it's this really slow, like awkward, um, like she has to get it's it takes 45 seconds. She has to get a leg up and then kind of lean on the staff slowly, but surely she rises. And she says. Um, Fear is something we plant. We tell ourselves that it grows out of what happens to us but it's what we plant in our hearts. It grows where we hide it. But fear can't live in the light. Be honest with others and be honest first with yourselves. Expose what you keep hidden and love will seed something better. Thanks, Tesha. I have to use the restroom. <laughs> How much, How much do I owe you for the for the plant? Oh, nothing, Boz. Okay. If you live a life of debts, that's what you'll have. But also, you can't steal. So I get the inclination. <laughs> And she turned around and goes. She's very slowly turning. When she turns around, I take a platinum piece and I like bury it in the dirt in the floor. Okay. Out. She does not notice. I, I put it there and I, I put it in the ground. Can What's I make pass? one comment? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, very much. Yeah, Uguay is Uguay is a pretty a pretty um, a pretty honest representation. Um, and as she's slowly turning around, there's a little. No. She's really gonna go. um, but she's not waving you guys out. She's just slowly walking toward one of the doors at the back. I think we're gonna leave Tesha, but she just waves a hand behind her. Okay, see you all back. Thank you. I so turned around, Tesha. but it took me thirty seconds to get here. So <laughs> that's fine. That's just, fine. it was good to see you all. Blessings upon you. I remember what you look like, so I'll just keep thinking about that. Okay. All right. All right. Goodbye. I start Goodbye. to leave. Um, Ro takes a flower from her hair and just kind of places it in the dirt with all the other, like, flowers and growth that's around. Not looking at you, she waves her hand, a little bit of green, like, cerulean magic, swirls out from her fingers and it seeds in the ground and begins to grow upward and it starts blossoming. Oh my god. You just got cloned. You just got cloned. There's gonna be a row that pops up in three days. Do you guys find five rows? <laughs> we, we find a row that's dead and it's because Viscuit found her. Tesha is the BBC. That got so much darker, Jackie. Holy crap. Wow. Not Sorry. only were you cloned, somebody killed your clone. <laughs> so uh, the three of you guys pass back out of this place, yeah. um, up the tunnel, out into the uh, broad light of a new day. And um, we will call that the episode, the end of episode the what? 30. We called it a sleepover. Wait. We didn't even go to sleep. Yeah, I really, I can't Wait. name that. We'll call it something else. Wait, uh, we go on to the broad light of a new day? Okay, fine. You walk out into a setting sign. You are correct. I'm wrong. Okay, well, um, I didn't know if we had like yeah, spent the whole night in there. We were in there. Uh, yeah. I was like, I was wrong. Well, I didn't know exact time this episode I didn't know if you were like, hey, y'all um, spent all night in there. Actually, DM? <laughs> I, I wasn't sure. I thought it was on purpose, and I was like, what? All right, we're going to close this. Um, thank you turtle guys for lady, listening. Turtle lady. Turtle lady. <laughs> turtle lady. Um, turtle lady. Sorry. No, sorry. No, I was going to close. Did you bad? I was going to close. The way that you can support this podcast if you got this far, which if you got this far, I know you like this podcast because only someone who likes it would. Uh, go crazy, tell someone that it. you like about this podcast and bother them until they listen to it. I'm, I'm serious. Bother them until they listen to it. If you have a crush on somebody, go tell them about this hey. podcast. Hey. And they probably won't help you, but I, in the beginning, I, in the beginning, I if they, if you have a crush on somebody and you tell them about the podcast and they listen to it and they don't like it, then you know that they're not the right person. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, hey, I have a podcast. <laughs> I can text it to you. Or at the beginning, they had an excuse because the episodes were three hours long, but the past like four episodes have been an hour and a half. So what's their excuse? They don't have one. And this yeah. has been barely D&D. If you like us a whole lot more, go get the, uh, the uh, Patreon. Patreon. Give us the money. You. Yeah. <laughs> what, Abby? We love you. We love you. Follow um, us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all the things. And go check out our really, and Tumblr really and Reddit and Linkspace. With all of our stats. You want to know our character stats. stats? You want to see what our characters look like? You want to see those Should cool flowers? Art? You want to <gasps> see the cool hammer that Craig holds? Yeah. You want to see the weird twigs in Abby's hair? Yeah, you do. Go. In Abby's hair. <laughs> Not Craig. Abby's hair. Thanks for listening to Barely D&D. This has been Barely D&D. Well, thank you guys for listening to Barely D&D. &D. Um, before we see you next week, we want you guys to remember that life is an incredible story and you're a very important part of it. Yes, we hope you're with us next time. Amen. Bye. Scoot up and down. Scoot up and down. <laughs>